Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. know what that means you are now watching and listening and experiencing and just taking in the majesty that is distance nerding part of the comic-con radio family my watch just told me i'm loud and stop being loud (laughs) (laughs) great it is she's fray girl he's young phil and he's shitty. And we're here to nerd together. together. Nerd together. Yeah. There we go. We nailed it. At some it. point in time. 139 <laughs> really times. Perfectly. We've exactly. done it so well for 139 times. It's <laughs> so good. Okay. I give us an A+. Plus. Absolutely. I would give us an A plus as well. Uh, if I could give myself a rating. B plus. Uh, oh. <laughs> I could, you know what I don't give myself an A plus on is the angle of my camera. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like trying to be artistic or something. Yeah, like you were like a like a you know. that's, that's exactly what I was going for. Walking down. Um, you know. I appreciate that you guys thought. <laughs> guys, we're here talking anything <laughs> news, movies, music, food, wrestling, comics, anime, whatever you're nerding out on, we want to talk about it. Now, guys, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Threads, YouTube, and Discord, all at distance nerding. And of course, remember everybody, you can email us. At Frey's favorite place in the world, dist and snerding at AOL.com. It's the space between the A and the T. That's my happy place. That's, that's right. <laughs> the, the anticipation of the Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, I, I've got, I see a couple of people in the chat asking right now. Uh, Jamez is on sabbatical again this week, uh, mostly because... Um, he doesn't know what sabbatical means. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what happened here. Uh, Look, no, he so- just went to the Bahamas said he was trying to get in touch with himself yeah. we're not sure <laughs> we stopped asking for the most part it was just a reason for him to use the distance nerding jet again uh and of course you know whenever he's on the distance nerding jet because we get wi-fi on the distance nerding jet he uh he's in the chat so there he is yeah <laughs> yeah that's 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 the the long and the short of it. Exactly where he is. That makes so much sense. <laughs> Jamez would be on a sabbatical. <laughs> well, guys, this week on deck, we've got the geek end update. 
We got animated at Annie Medford this past weekend. Sorry, I was drinking. <laughs> was it a beer? No, it was water. <laughs> you are failing at life. Are starting rumors. Is Kylo Ren back to being Reed Richards? And this is why I said last week I'm ignoring all the Fantastic Four rumors, yeah. right? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, the download. More princesses than you can shake a Lego set at. That's too far away. Wait, no, wait. I got it. Hey. Oh, that's another oh. ASMR right there. <laughs> Along with <laughs> licking my fingers. Uh, Lego bag scrunching. Exactly. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Because <laughs> uh, James is actually explaining it in the chat. He's, you know, not not wanting us to go with the, the actual rumor that I made. Wow. Mm. But he's explaining. We've got a segment called Starting Rumors. Come on, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Explaining that his uh, another one of his kids is sick. So, mm -hmm. oh, so while he's, he's explaining that, let's do some shout outs. Yeah, get the shout outs going. Where's my shout out button? Okay, intern, hit the shout out button. I asked for like five minutes. Come on, man. Please <laughs> just. <laughs> I don't know why I pay you, man. All right, uh, go, go ahead. Continue. We got a nerd appreciation shout out. Shout out to Pod decks in fact god this guy's terrible come on man <laughs> this episode is powered by pod decks pod decks are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand also good for close-up magic if you are a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement level up with pod decks and check out poddex.com you can use code nerding10 for 10 percent off which is very similar to the distance nerdington post on facebook mm. Mm. <laughs> oh. i'm just saying it now because you guys always say it now so. i never <laughs> realized it I, I i did not either until i read it and i was like hold on hold did, did on anybody else notice that nerding 10 is like nerdington post hmm. it's like it was planned that way you know right oh, come on <laughs> All right. That's yeah. it. Oh, oh. That's it. <laughs> Save the intern. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Just, now he's on point. Okay. All right. Hey. God. I threat his livelihood. Yeah, all of a sudden. All of a sudden. He just knows how to use the soundboard. <laughs> What happens when I hire somebody for the soundboard and and just you know doesn't pay attention at all, right? Well, it probably doesn't help oh, that you leave him in the closet. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> well, if the show is brought to you by Poddex, then you might be wondering what brings uh, young Phil and all of this crazy energy that he brings to the show. What brings him here, ladies and gentlemen? I'll tell you what it is. It's Dubby. <laughs> Okay, the kid's on point now. All right. Uh, hey, Ladies and gentlemen, W is an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus concentration reaction time with no jitters or crash. W contains no maltodextrin, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors or dyes. And, uh, you know, it just might be keto friendly for those of uh, you people out there who are on the keto lifestyle. W contains no neurofactor. Oh, w contains neurofactor. Uh, <laughs> derived from coffee fruit. Neurofactor helps give your brain focus and clarity while the 150 million grams of caffeine and three essential b vitamins help you stay alert and energized and it's pretty obvious i have not drank any w yet so guys find out more about w at www.w.gg use the code nerding 10 hey. 
percent off your order. How's that sound to you guys? It sound good? Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds pretty delicious. It sounds fantastic. So good. So I guess now, before we jump into uh, the next, yeah, I know I need W. Uh, then the, before I jump into the next uh, um, uh, thing here, what yeah. kind of am I drinking? That's the question. Let's let Shadu. Yeah, I like don't know these what the flavors. Are, so. All right, Shadu, I'm going to give you all of the wonderful flavors. Okay. All right. So Dub Sludge, which is Tyler's favorite flavor, is a uh, green apple and special sauce. Mm. There is Push and Punch, which is a fruit punch and lemon lime, uh, my personal favorite flavor. Mm. Uh, beach and Peach, which is a uh, Mungo white peach cooler. Nice, nice. Uh, there is Dragonade, which is a dragon fruit pink lemonade. Mm. Uh, there is the beautiful Galaxy Grenade, which is mm. a uh, guava, lime, and watermelon. And it tastes so much better than the description is. So. <laughs> I know it, it does not sound good. <laughs> it is so good. The, the way I feel about that is Skittles uh, having an orgasm in your mouth. Oh yeah, <laughs> good. Uh, Cali O Cream, which is a, uh, a orange mango uh, uh, cream, it's a cold mm. flavor kind of thing. That's the one I make him right. do every time I choose. And then her other favorite, <laughs> is, uh, the Big Energy Tears, which is blue raspberry. Mm. Uh, of course, I'd like something that has like you know tears in it. <laughs> you would, right? The tears of men <laughs> those big energy tears men, <laughs> tears of, of of the tears of the very gods themselves there you go actually the i was going down upon this oh, god uh <laughs> Uh, I'm just like well, I'm a writer, I, I can't help I have, it. I was gonna say I have to praise your acting right there. Um, <laughs> I, I was gonna go more the route of uh, tears of incels, but sure, we'll go with that. Oh, you know, that's valid too. <laughs> hey, and then the past. You know what? That's fine. I'll, I'll take all those tears. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, and then passion joy tea, which is a passion fruit uh, iced tea. Mm. All right, so uh, we're mixing two together, right? Yes, yes. All right, let's do the passion fruit and dragon fruit. Oh, it's one of my favorite concoctions. There, all right. <laughs> I didn't even know. No, uh, because that was so early on when they first came out with their flavors: uh, mm. dragonade, sludge, <laughs> and um, and uh, galaxy grenade were their three original flavors. Right. Nice. And the first flavor they came out with after. Uh, <laughs> Like once everything came out was um, was the Passion Joy tea, and uh, they tell you straight up on their website, like, oh yeah, uh, combine these two flavors and you get a Passion Dragon uh, Arnold Palmer. Oh, Ooh. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I so love a good Arnold Palmer. Oh, so all right. Well, Proxy <laughs> wanted to say hi. She's yeah. over here on the couch with me. Oh, hi, look Proxy. Look on her face right now is genuine love. <laughs> <laughs> And as soon as you stop, it's like, don't stop, human. <laughs> don't, don't stop petting me. She, I think she thinks she's human because. Oh, yeah. She acts yeah, a lot. They all do. She acts very human. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dummy Dub Nation, uh, which Dub Nation is also a name for Warriors fans. So there we go. Mm. Wow. Ooh. It's like you planned it. I absolutely did. All right, hold on. Let me. Uh... All right, say so, um, We see what you did there. <laughs> How young Phil looks at me. <laughs> like the the creepiest admiration. 
<laughs> All right, let's do this. I haven't done this flavor in a while, so I'm actually kind of excited to drink this Ooh. one. Again, now the thing is, because they are the older flavors, they are a little bit milkier. Like in, it's because they don't have like artificial colors and everything like that. It's just right. like, you know, everything. You know, you just, hey, if, if someone's tuning in right now, uh, don't, don't, don't ask what he's drinking. <laughs> and it's, why it looks milky. And, and why it looks milky. It's, it's, it's not cow semen, I promise. Um, <laughs> We lost the family-friendly model a long ago. Uh, so, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, it is now time to get into this, right? Because let's, uh, let's get into this. Uh, every everybody's favorite time of the show, right? Mainly because yep. of this intro, because it's now time for the geek I mean, it's just got to hurt his throat at some point. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be hurting Constant his vocal cords. Constant. Yeah, it's like... No, it actually doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> got a strong throat. It, it, it doesn't because... <laughs> he has strong throat muscles. Yes. Strong throat muscles. <laughs> when you, the, the sexual innuendo is strong with us tonight. Mm, yeah, yeah, it really is. Almost as strong as his throat muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and almost as sensitive as his nipples. <laughs> Sometimes you got to put band-aids on your nipples to win a race. <laughs> that gentleman is now canceled, but still a good line. It is a good line. Still, still great, still accurate. It's a still a great line. You know, still a good line. Horrible bosses. <laughs> great movie for, for being something that you know, somewhat doesn't hold up right now. But I mean, like, oh. yeah. Uh, so let's get into this, guys. Uh, you want to handle the first one just because I'm really excited about the second one. <laughs> What, the Comic-Con radio? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, distance nerding is on Comic-Con radio. Yeah! <laughs> Listen to distance nerding and our second show, A Comic Conversation, mm. via comic-con-radio.com. Uh, look for di the Distance Nerding Podcast, even this here episode, right here. Right, right here, the one you're watching, experiencing, exactly. divining. Yes. Divining, yes. Divining. Yes. Uh, and a new A Comic Conversation each week on comiccon-radio.com slash podcast. Ooh. Hey, Phil, can you pop that in the chat for us there, Philly boy? Already did. All right. Awesome. So <laughs> That's uh Bravo, Bravo. Yeah, we we finally started season two of uh of Comic Conversation, so they've been coming out weekly. Uh we also have a crap ton of interviews uh that are now uh in in the bank. By the time we get to the ones that we got over this weekend, uh so I I'll talk about it here in a second, just because I, I there's two things that we did on Sunday that that were completely out of left field that nobody really saw coming, and they it worked, it really worked. So um let's talk about this, guys. Anna Medford, we were just at Anna Medford over here over the weekend here in Central Port or Central Point, Oregon, uh, which is right outside of Medford, Oregon. Uh, the, the the guests that were de there, we talked to Jackie Lastra, Elise Bowman, Rick Robertson, Michelle Marie, uh, Marie Westbrook. Um, you know, we talked to Peter Colum uh, Calamis. Um, flirt alert! Flirt alert! 
<laughs> we met a uh, a lot of uh, fun people, a lot of fun, uh, um, you know, cosplayers and, and vendors. Uh, you know, it, it was a good time. You know, um, now on Saturday we had like nice little one-on-one interviews, but on Sunday, a uh, couple of like different interviews that we get we had that were like firsts, right? So number one, we talked to Marie Westbrook, who played Dorio and in, in Cyberpunk. She's been in like a crap ton of video games. She was in she was in Old Republic. Oh, really? Yeah. She was in Coder. Yeah, no, uh, no, not, no, not Knights no. of the Old Republic, the MMORP, the MMO. Oh, okay. Republic, All right. MMORP, All right. Yeah. What's funny is she didn't know it was an MMO. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very familiar with the game because she plays um agent rexa she's like one of the one of the um uh like regular like agents like in, uh, imperial agents but like the precursor like sith like, agents yeah like you know she's like yeah. a non-force sensitive Ooh, i i don't think i've played through that that storyline so yeah so like you know <laughs> yeah and, and it's like you know it was it was really cool kind of like talking to her um mm-hmm. yeah and and she's also been like in smite like every other voice actor apparently i did not i didn't realize <laughs> I played Smite when it first came out, so I didn't realize like how many characters like they they come out with like weekly ca- new characters. Right. Well, yeah. you know, you have all of mythology ever to go through. Yeah. You're not going to run out anytime soon. So. I didn't realize they were going to be like outshining League like that though. Like you know, and then they also have like uh, guest characters from like different like property like like popular properties. Hmm. I was like, I didn't know Smite was doing stuff like this. This is crazy. I didn't either. Yeah. So <laughs> you I mean, know, I, I gave it up with it. But, you know. I blacked out through that whole thing. So it's delicious. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, no, fine. Uh, but Michelle Marie, uh, it was her first. Uh, um, it was her first con in general. Ooh, uh, cool. and it was fun talking with her about like cyberpunk and like kind of like Dorio and the way the character went and things like that. Um, but then the second interview we did was with Jackie Lastra and uh, Michelle Marie, who were both in Demon Slayer. Oh, that's cool. And uh, and and they came up with this idea uh, to do a improv acting uh, um, like exercise for the, the audience. Oh, that's cool. So that's did, fun. Right. Yeah. So what they did is they, they got a, it was a box, but it was supposed to represent a hat. They put mm-hmm. every breathing technique from um from Demon Slayer in the box. Okay. Like, a, and that was the line that they were supposed to recite, right? And what they did was they gave the person who was coming up direction. They said, do it like a penguin. Do it like your Oh, home. that's good. Clip. You know, like, and that's, then, a, and that's then, a classic acting exercise. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. You know, it really so, is. Like, you know, they, they would say, like, here's the line. Now say it in this way. Like, uh, I, I was like, okay, well, no, James has to do one, right? Yeah. <laughs> the one that oh, James no. did was as a gorilla. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? Oh, That's God. so on brand for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because I was wearing, uh, um, I, I'm, I'm wearing my my Vegeta Nerdorilla shirt right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? But I was wearing my distance Nerdorilla shirt. So I, like, turned around. I was like, gorillas! You know? Like, <laughs> oh, look, at, look at the branding here, right? So. It was uh it, it it was really fun seeing that happen. Uh and then after that interview, uh we did a it was supposed to be a Dragon Ball reunion mm. with three characters that never met in Dragon Ball. Ooh. Oh wow. No, so okay. you know, yeah, it, it, the 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 con was just like, oh yeah, this would be a fun idea because uh it's three characters from Dragon Ball. Uh and, and originally they said Dragon Ball Z, but it's like, well, yeah, two different seasons of Dragon. 
Dragon Ball C, and <laughs> one was in GT. So what that like we rebranded it as Dragon Ball. But I I took that to my advantage, right? I said, all right, we're doing this interview, which was actually really fun. There was a lot of uh, mm. a lot of uh, uh, audience Q and A that was in it. But that's good. It's always good when you have audience Q and A. Yeah, you know well, we we do that with every every interview that we do. Um, but at the uh, like halfway through it, I was like, all right, look, none of your respective characters. Well, two of the characters met, but it, it was different versions of the character, right? Peter Columbus played Goku in uh, in the in season two and part of season three. Nice. Right? Um, Rick Robertson played Deborah. But that's not to like season seven, season eight. And uh, Elise Bowman played uh, Pan, who was in Dragon Ball GT, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, do you guys mind doing a, uh, you know, some some improv Dragon Ball, you know? And they were like, yeah, because <laughs> they were all uh, they were all improv comedians before they got into uh, into voice acting. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're like, yeah, let's let's do it. That'd be fun. Right. So, so I go, OK, here's the scene. Uh, the scene is Goku from season two. So mid Frieza saga. Right. Gets transported to the future and he meets his granddaughter. Right. Meets Pan. Uh, oh, OK. Pan is his granddaughter. So I was like, so so he meets his granddaughter. I was going to say, you, you, you've completely lost me beyond Goku. Yeah. So I'm not- so, yeah. Pan is his granddaughter from Dragon Ball GT. Gotcha. OK. And she's like one of the main characters in the show. Um, And in walks Deborah, who is, uh, you know, a villain from like season seven season eight right mm-hmm. uh and and just causes mayhem right and as they do and, and again mm-hmm. it was hilarious because it was mm-hmm. comedians doing you know, what they do peter columbus kills me every time he gets into his comedy because <laughs> he was like wait do you have a monkey tail and she's like monkey tail and he's like yeah monkey tail right? <laughs> Never mind, don't worry about it right and it's just like, <laughs> stuff like that and then what was funny is i guess rick misheard me because i was like uh um Deborah walks in and causes mayhem. Somehow he thought I meant uh, Deborah comes in and is trying to sell cookies. <laughs> and and you know, kind of like where that makes sense is because Majin Buu turns Deborah into a cookie and eats him. Oh my god! Oh. Right in, uh, in in the season. So so that's the whole thing is he thought that I was like doing something on that. So he comes in and he's like, "Does anybody want a cookie?" <laughs> and it's just really funny because they're like, "Cookie." No, I don't want a cookie. And it's like, you know, and it was just this really funny scene that they created. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. The best thing about it was this was like an exclusive for all of the fans that were at Anna Medford because yeah. they got to see three characters that have never met, vo- met voiced by those characters or voiced by their voice actors, mm-hmm. you know, and do something uh, live at an event. And it was great. Yeah. That's like a, it's, yeah, no, that, that's amazing. A one of a kind experience because they'll never mm-hmm. do it the same again. So, right, exactly. Right. And it was improv. So it's like there wasn't a written script. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you remember in the chat, I was asking, uh, I, I was asking Forrest to do uh uh his his master roshi with a certain line yeah i was I, the plan was i was gonna intro the entire thing with that master roshi oh uh, yeah and he <laughs> when he sent it to me it was art like the, the interview was like two hours done already oh oh, oh no so i can uh, i couldn't use it but it was like oh like, that would have been fun like you know especially yeah how well he does master roshi oh he does it so well yeah, yeah. absolutely you know so, so maybe you can use it some other time maybe yeah if, if i ever what? interview a 
Elise and um and Peter in, in the same interview again than do that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, so the next shows we got coming up, guys, we've got Sack Anime from uh, on on uh, September first and September third. Uh, hopefully, Say Wong's excited for that because I know he's a big Sack Anime guy. Uh, Heroes Fest is on nine th- uh, is on uh, September thirtieth, uh, and that's a, a a show that's put on by Project Wish Upon a Star. Uh, great charity, guys. It's a charity that we uh, uh, we support a hundred percent. We're always uh, trying to help them out. Uh, so a lot of times we'll go and like host that show for them. Uh, and then of course the next uh, Colossus Girl show is Metal Art Comic Con uh, on December seventh, uh, and that is going to be uh, also in, uh, in October seventh. October seventh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, October seventh. You said December seventh. Did I say December? I think so. Yeah. Oh my bad. You yeah, know October seventh. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not Christmas yet. I mean, don't you dare. <laughs> technically, originally December was the tenth month. We we are. <laughs> Let's not get into that, please. We are. I'm wearing a Latin shirt. I have to. Yeah, no, we are we are doing a show in December, and that's uh, LA Comic Con. But that's a whole different monster. We're not even. There oh God, yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not even there yet. So we're not. No, 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 no. Yeah. So uh, that's it for the Geek End update. Let's uh, let's get into Frey's favorite part of the show. Oh, my other favorite part. This is her real favorite part of the show because we know she mm-hmm. lives for this part. Oh yeah. I don't know where to get in their nose, but I'm not mad if tonight it comes through. Oh, let's got some rumors. I wanna start some rumors with you. With you, with you. I wanna start some rumors with you. And leave it on the screen for the next 10 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, all right. <laughs> start some rumors. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this. First rumor that we got on the chopping block. Mm. Uh, so, so let's talk some Chiwetel Ejiofor, right? Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, his character in Venom 3 has finally been, or I guess it's reportedly been revealed. People right, it's been rumored, you could say. It's been rumored to be revealed. People are saying that they, uh, you know, this is the character he's going to be playing. Um, so a report has surfaced regarding Venom three and the villainous character that Chiwetel Ejiofor plays in the Marvel movie. Apparently the actor will be taking on the role of Orwell Taylor. No, Look, exactly. I, 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 I don't like Venom, so like, <laughs> I'm already not bought into this. So let's just I, keep I haven't seen any of them. I'd kind of like to, but I haven't. So yeah, not in my. I'm kidding. The first you can watch one, them if you want. The first one is okay. The second one is more like why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did you ruin such a good character in this? Ruin comic. So, all right. So we have no idea what the third one's gonna be there. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I'm. I'm pretty sure so right now everybody's saying it's gonna be orwell taylor um i'm pretty sure it's still gonna be noel because i think sony is dumb enough to believe that they've earned a, a chance to do noel right mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys know who noel is Pray this is your territory no noel taylor no, no. i don't know who noel is <laughs> and that's that's where kind of where i was at noel is the god of the symbiotes oh no oh, yeah. okay noel. i do I, know who noel is i thought you said I, noel like as in noel coward no, like that. And I was thinking no, like the hyena people from D and D. Oh, wow, wow, we were all on totally yeah, different no, worlds. That's so fantastic. Here. The level like, of nerd that we are is that we were thinking <laughs> of other nerdy things. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, like K N U no. Uh, right. Yeah, I got you. Right. So, so I, I think that Sony thinks that they've earned the right to do no at this point, uh, yeah, because probably. they're like, you know, th- th- their whole thing is every villain against Venom 
has been a uh, a symbiotic character, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the first one that they did was with um, a lot of ruffling going on there. Um, yeah, a lot of crinkling. A lot of crinkling. Are you eating Ooh. a biscoff? No. <laughs> um, but again, like the first character they did was um, oh, I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, it was another symbiote, right? And and they like established that there was like a bunch of symbiotes that exist. It wasn't like anti venom, was it? No, it wasn't anti venom. We thought we were gonna get anti venom in the second movie because the way that they kind of like left off the first movie. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Like and- I know, I know a little bit. I haven't seen them because I don't like venom. Him, but I know enough. Yeah, like, I like Ben as a character. I didn't like the way they portrayed him in the movie. So, uh, so yeah, like, like I got beef with symbiotes. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right here. Like, the, here's another thing. Right here, I just looked up uh, um, Venom villain because I was trying to remember the name of the villain from the first movie. And everything is Cillian Murphy uh, is cast in the movie, and everybody's assuming that he's going to be Noel. Oh, oh, you know what? Actually, he would be really good as Noel. Yeah, I would love him as Noel. He'd actually be really good. Yeah, I still I'm... think um, Killian Murphy should be um, Doctor Doom. I would love for him to be Doctor Doom. Oh yeah, definitely Doctor Doom. I think I think he's the perfect Doctor Doom. I don't think there's yeah. an actor that could do Doctor Doom better than Killian Murphy. But and I think right now he should be because of Oppenheimer. People will see him more that way now. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, a combination of you know. The, the the kind of like he's getting big again right now but also you know he's already been scarecrow yeah right. that's true yeah. i was thinking that he might be a good like a uh, mutant no. i'm always looking for a mutant see that he'd be a good kurt wagner too he could mm-hmm. be a good kurt wagner um if they do older like they're like the the all new x-men when they came out uh <laughs> with the giant x-men number one that they if they were the older ones like the mentors he would absolutely kill it as yeah. nightwing like, i think i think killian murphy fits the mold for somebody like uh victor von doom and mainly because you know again the, if we get a proper victor von doom he's not going to show his face until like way later on he's going to be right. complaining about how he's horribly disfigured and everything like that then again he's going to have like a little baby scar on his cheek and he's going to be <laughs> devilishly handsome which killian murphy is so yeah yeah <laughs> Well, and I mean, that's like the thing now, too, is not only you get these, you know, pretty boy actors and you put them in these roles that are like these disfiguring roles. Because, I mean, think about it. They've, you've got, um, what's his name? Col- Colin Farrell? Yeah. Oh, as Penguin? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. A good Penguin, man. He's a really good Penguin. Yeah. But it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, tangent alert, let's get back on, on track. All right. <laughs> or uh, Taylor is a relatively obscure character from the Marvel Universe who was introduced. He was first introduced in Venom: The Mace Number One in 1994. He's a former U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel uh, with a vendetta against superhuman vigilantes, who he holds responsible for the death of his son. The third film was developed by Hardy himself, so Tom Hardy himself, and uh, writer and director Kelly Marcel. Uh, Marcel, I probably said that completely wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. Venom Three is scheduled to open in theaters on July 12th, 2024. So, guys, mm-hmm. talk about table is Chiwetel Ejiofor playing uh, uh, is playing Orwell Taylor no nope tacos are right off the table sliding off onto the ground I'm I'm keeping my tacos because I'm hungry 
So I, I guess I'll be the one against the grain. My tacos are on the table, but I think that they're going to merge Orwell Taylor with another character. I think that they're going to make Orwell Taylor. I, this this is where I feel like, you know, because like Sony does not understand the characters at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're going to make Noel be a regular ass symbiote mm. and Noel's going to infect Orwell Taylor mm. and then become Noel the way he is. I was thinking if he's not, yeah. if he is still, if he is still going to be Orville Taylor, I was thinking it could be like a Moon Knight situation where they took an obscure character and kind of made him completely different to like they did with Arthur Harrow. Like like every other character in Venom. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's a precedent here. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying like. You merge a character like Noel and Orwell Taylor. You mm -hmm. take a character that like wasn't that big of a character to begin with, and you give him a larger role by having Noel take over his body. Right. Something that Noel doesn't do if you know the characters, right? But I mean, like, right. they, they'll still do that because it's 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 Sony, and they think that oh, but but this will be cool. Right. Well, they're thinking of Venom like he's the Terminator. Right. Uh, to be honest, I mean that's like, honestly. He was a lethal protector, so which is actually partially what this move these movies are based on is lethal protector. But again, yeah, they yeah, that was Flash Thompson, not uh, um, not not uh, oh, why am I forgetting Eddie Brock? Not Eddie Brock, Brock. Eddie Brock, but like uh, not Eddie Brock, right? That was Flash Thompson, that was the lethal protector. But again, the entire storyline is based on lethal protector because mm -hmm. San Francisco and he's more of a vigilante than he is, like he's more of a good guy, like an anti hero, but still a good guy. Yeah, they he's really like to do anti heroes, yeah, and and that's kind of. Of what what lethal protector is versus mm -hmm. this you know like yeah it's not I, i'm not a fan of this version of venom okay well maybe venom, i won't well, venom, <laughs> is, venom doesn't exist without spider-man and there's no spider-man to be hold, held in all this so right uh so hey you know what talking to spider-man yeah uh-huh thank you thank you you, you look at that swag way <laughs> ah there we go uh <clears throat> so another big marvel movie rumor regarding the upcoming epic avengers secret wars Secret Wars. According to a recent report, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige, or K-E-V-I-N, Feige, <laughs> has approached Andrew Garfield about possibly reprising his role of Peter Parker slash Spider-Man in the movie. Wait, Peter Parker, Spider-Man? Wait, what? I have no idea. My God! According, uh, okay, so he did that. Yeah, the report, <laughs> <laughs> the report was shared on social media, and it reads... Before the strikes, Kevin Feige reached out to Andrew Garfield about having his hashtag Spider-Man appear in hashtag Avengers Secret Wars. Spider-Man's a menace! Spider-Man's a scroll. Spider-Man's <laughs> a scroll. I'm telling you, all these damn scrolls. Oh God, that's a missed opportunity not having J. Jonah Jameson in 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 uh in Secret Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. We got uh we got we got puppy screamed at. Uh so tacos on the table, guys. Do you think that Andrew Garfield's version of Peter Parker is coming back for secret event uh, uh for secret wars? Uh I yes. My tacos are on the table and I'll tell you why. Yeah, please. Because I think it's a great move. I think it would be another payoff for it. Um, he stole the show in No Way Home. That whole scene with him saving uh, Tommy's 
uh, MJ. It was like his redemption. So we definitely should see him again. Right. I really think so. I would love for him to be kind of like a spider mentor to all of them. Like he's the spider mentor for Miles. He's the spider mentor for our Tom, for our Tommy Spidey. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's why. Basically, I want it to happen. He's going to be uh, Peter B. Parker, basically. He's the werewolf. Mm. Even though technically <laughs> Peter B. Parker is uh, Tobey Maguire. But, right. Because they established That's that. That's true. He is. Yeah. They, they, they established that uh, Peter B. Parker is supposed to be Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. My uh, my wonderful chicken and uh, there's a little bit of a little bit of salsa verde on there as well are on the table. They're very much on the table. Uh, my, my tacos are also on the table. I feel like uh, it's a it's a smart move now that they've established the multiverse. You get into something like C. Secret Wars, which is basically merging all the universes and having mm. like establishment. Uh, I think it makes sense to bring back those characters and bring back just kind of different variants of characters. Yeah, I was about to say, I think I think there'll be a lot of variants. Yeah, because I think we'll start seeing variants of the Avengers that aren't the actors that we're used to. I think we'll also see that. And I think that's a smart yeah. idea because that's something that people have wanted for a long time. Like the the um because remember everybody knows Tom Cruise was uh, originally eyed for um iron man yeah iron man, right they, yeah. that's who they the studio wanted him yeah, for that. And, and a lot of people were hoping that uh he was going to come back for um for um uh dr strange mm -hmm. as a variant and he and it didn't happen uh so i think that secret wars <laughs> is like their chance to get a whole bunch of you know fan castings and different actors that you know didn't quite make it that like kind of how with um with the flash you know they got mm -hmm. cage to play superman right so it's like yeah you know in, a, in an alternate universe i think that's a smart move uh for them to do something like that especially with where they're at with the multiverse stuff so yeah i mean I, and i think having like an andrew garfield or a toby Maguire or both of them will lend more credence to having other actors as the variants it'll mm -hmm. be like hey we've already seen these guys in a movie and we accepted them right. so we're gonna accept these guys too so i just right. think it's a good transition so yeah Right, right. Yeah, like the um, who was okay. Thor in the uh, like the little plays they had? Luke Hemsworth. Yeah, yes. instead of Luke Hemsworth as one of yeah, as, as the Thor variant. They've they've, they've talked. No, Liam. It has to be Liam as well. Liam Hemsworth has to mm. be as well. <laughs> well, speaking of characters in uh, the MCU and and kind of like rumors on who is being who, let's talk about this rumor here. So a new rumor has been released by Mashable that previously announced cast member Sashir Zamata from Saturday Night Live, she was in Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, uh, will be playing the role of sorceress Jennifer Kale. I am so excited for this because Jennifer Kale is awesome. <laughs> in Marvel Studios' upcoming Disney Plus series, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Uh, you know what I've noticed? Uh, and this is, I, I, I'm going to keep this little rant short, but like what I've noticed is uh, they've hired a lot of comedians. Yes. Mm -hmm. Most of the witches in this. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, that makes. Why? Witches like... can be funny. No, no. I'm saying that makes yeah. me feel like uh, like they're going to do kind of like a little bit of like it's going to be serious, but have comedy relief in it as well. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be like Witches of Eastwick meets The Craft meets like Jennifer Coolidge on a bender. Oh, God. That just sounds hilarious. Doesn't that sound fantastic? <laughs> it does, actually. Uh, so the character was 
first introduced in 1992 by Stephen Gerber and Rich Buckler through Marvel's Man-Thing comic book series. Uh, in the comics, Kale hailed from a family of sorcerers who are part of the cult of Zeredna. Uh, besides Man-Thing, she had partnerships with different Marvel characters, including Howard the Duck and Doctor Strange, as well as affiliations with Midnight Suns and Legion of Night. And actually, her run with Midnight Suns is probably one of my favorite runs of the, the character in general. Mm. It just, I just think that like everything they're introducing, I mean, if they're not going to give us a Midnight Suns, I feel like they're slapping us in the face. Well, uh, yeah. it, that okay, so this was a while back, but Kevin Feige, uh, he had like a whole list of shows that he was developing, mm -hmm. properties that he was developing, and Midnight Suns was on that list. It was like a list that leaked out. And like, yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, like the majority of those shows have now come out. Right. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he is developing Midnight Suns. I mean, we have like half of those characters. We're, we're only missing two characters yeah. right now for as far as the uh, as far as the, the founding members of Midnight Suns. And I know one of them is some is a character that Kevin Feige specifically said that he wants to do. Yeah. And that's, no. Uh, and I just I think it's yeah, we've got to have something like that. And yeah, I've always a, thought that yeah. DC needs to have the uh, JLA dart. You got to have a supernatural team. <laughs> Exactly. You just have to. I mean, they're 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 moving into that already. Considering, like, okay, now Man Thing's been established. We know that Man Thing is a character that exists. Um, you know, we've got Werewolf by Night, which they can lead into uh, the monsters, especially if they like go the route of like Dracula and uh, right. Creature from the Black Lagoon, which were all characters mm -hmm. that were in uh, uh, in Marvel properties. Um, Dracula, and, where's my damn money? Oh, oh, oh. I know, right? But like, like, <laughs> like see, that's that's the thing is that. If they get Dracula involved in, in, in the MCU, I mean, that's how Blade was introduced. So it's kind of like there's a lot of tie-ins for this kind of stuff. You know, um, again, I, I've mentioned this multiple times. Like, we already have Doctor Strange. We've got Moon Knight. Uh, Blade's coming out. We already know they're doing the movie and everything. The only establishment character we're missing for Midnight Suns is um, is not, uh, Ghost Rider. I was going to say Knight Rider. Ghost Rider. Knight Rider. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Kit, not talking to you. Uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> Uh, and Kevin Feige has said multiple times that he's been trying to find ways to weasel Ghost Rider into the into the fabric of all this. Yeah, all right. I, I think that they could now. I mean, they're they're skirting it. Like you can bring him in. They've got the TVA. They've got this whole Doctor Strange multiverse spell going wrong. Right. They're right. they're teasing it. We're we're starting to see it. Yeah. So like Midnight mm -hmm. Suns is definitely something, and especially with the way Doctor Strange kind of went in that kind of like horror, yeah, you know, kind of uh, direction with like dead Doctor Strange and all that. Like we know that Marvel zombies exist in this universe, right? And we're getting more of uh, with Werewolf by Night and Moon Knight in general too. Right. We're getting a lot more horror stuff. Right. 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 Can't wait to see more Man Thing because Man Thing was done so well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you know, I think that bringing in a character like uh, Jennifer Kale. Uh, you know, it's, it's another character that can kind of like live within that universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's yeah. <clears throat> she's got a lot of knowledge and she really balances both sides of herself. And it's it's pretty cool. I like her a lot. Mm -hmm. She's one of my faves. I, I guarantee you we're going to get a bunch of uh, uh, long term Marvel characters in Agatha Coven of Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And Mephisto. Woo! 
I know they said that that is um, that is official that they're doing Mephisto. It might be a swerve, but I do know the fact that we've had the Darkhold means that Mephisto exists because Mephisto wrote the Darkhold. So it's kind of like he's got to come at some point. Mm-hmm. And I personally think kick the goat. <laughs> oh, they, they 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 did a um, a reference to Bova in um, in in WandaVision. Yeah, yeah, it's totally Jake the goat. Jake the goat is Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Jake the goat is Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. All right. Well, let's talk about, let's continue on with these uh, MCU uh, kind of like rumors going on here. Yes. So Adam Driver uh, is to meet with Marvel Studios once again, uh, once the strikes are over. So the role of Reed Richards in the upcoming Fantastic Four reboot is still up for grabs, but Adam Driver reportedly rejoined the shortlist of prospective casting as the actor is called in to read the new script for the film. The Star Wars actor even reportedly turned down the role because he couldn't relate to the character in the early version of the script. A new report, however, has suggested Driver's renewed interest in the project, pending a view of screenwriter Josh Friedman's revisions. What do you all think? <laughs> I, again, I'm leaving my tacos off the table just because every week it, there's a new yeah you know, uh, uh, Fantastic Four uh, rumor that's out there, you know, and it's like again, sure. I think Adam Driver would be a, a decent Reed Richards if you know he took the role. Uh, I again, as much as I just said, Killian Murphy would be uh, a better uh, Doctor Doom. Uh, I mean, Adam Driver I think would be a good Victor Von Doom too. So I mean, like, yeah. I, think, I, I think that he he's better suited as Victor Von Doom than he is Reed Richards, unless they are doing like you know the comic book abusive version of Reed Richards mm-hmm. you know the power hungry abusive Reed Richards <clears throat> yeah I was gonna say well he's got the I don't know if I want to be in a committed relationship part of Reed Richards down yeah I know right mm-hmm. uh, so I mean like I-, I think that Adam Driver would probably kill that if that's the version of Reed Richards they're doing um, I still I still honestly want John Krasinski to play Reed Richards oh yeah I don't think yeah definitely yeah I don't think they're doing yeah. that at this point especially because like we've seen what he can do with Reed Richards, even with like a small yeah. amount, and he killed it. So it's like I, I would prefer that we get him as Reed Richards, but you know, if they're not going to do that, they're not going to do that. Uh, again, I think right. Adam is more suited for, uh, if not Killian Murphy, he's more suited for Victor Von Doom. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, he kind of already looks like Victor. I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. got the kind of the kind of look, kind of smoldering look. I wonder if he uh, like he would cut his hair and like slick it back. Oh yeah, that's kind of like Victor's look. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So my my tacos are off. Yeah. Not... <laughs> my tacos are off the table when it comes to at this point any uh um any Fantastic Four fan or like like any Fantastic Four casting at this point. Yeah. Uh just because it changes every week. Um <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm my tacos are off the table until we get actual news for, for yep. Fantastic Four stuff I agree. at this point. I agree. Well, I liked the Vanessa Kirby thing. Yeah. But I you know what? I'm sick of Adam Driver. <laughs> He's, he's, oh, I'm gonna talk to him about it. Oh, I don't want it. Oh, I want it again. Oh, I don't want it. Oh, I want it again. I don't know if it's him that's putting those rumors out. I think there's just putting rumors out online and he's just kind of caught in the middle of all of it. Oh, you know he loves it. He loves it when people are talking about him. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I'm sure Adam Driver is a wonderful person. He better not play werewolf with somebody. Okay, he better not. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to say tacos off the table because I think 
think his chance of being Reed Richards has passed. Yeah. He was found wanting. Next. Oh, man. I forgot that line. What was it? He was found wanting and something. I don't remember the line. <laughs> it's They're saying it to him like, you you were judged and you were found wanting. That's what the line was. She yeah. Was, yeah. You were found wanting. All right. Well, let's let's keep it in the Disney realm here. Uh, so let's 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 talk about this. Uh, this rumored uh, Bob Iger uh, uh, Apple takeover kind of thing. Right. Bob Iger just needs to shut his pretty. He little really mouth. does. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's funny is you say that and it's just like I can just imagine that that would be Jackie's exact like, you know, her response. <laughs> Biger, shut your pretty little mouth. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because my wife loves Bob Iger. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've been hearing for years that one day Apple could buy the Walt Disney Company. <gasps> Mega corporation. Talk of this potential Apple Disney merger started back when Steve Jobs sat on the Disney board of directors. And while nothing has ever happened with that, a new report from THR, the Hollywood reporter, suggests that this merger is a very real possibility. One inside previously said i don't think apple would buy the company as it presently exists but if you see bob start the, the, to divest things it feels like he's prepping for a sale and there's clearly no buyer like apple uh well it looks like that's exactly what bob Iger is doing he's already publicly talking about the possibility of selling disney's tv businesses such as abc and fx by slimming down disney it could possibly it, it could be a tempting acquisition target uh the report mm. explains that apple is sitting on 62 billion dollars in cash and cash equivalent and has a 2.8 trillion market cap and while it may be very true that apple doesn't want to buy a studio maybe you would want to buy this studio and one that despite the challenges of the moment has a vault full of priceless ip and remains the most valuable brand in entertainment the fact of the matter is if Iger decides to sell disney apple is most likely the buyer so tacos on the table on this one do you guys it, again this has been a rumor that has been kind of on the table for years they've been talking about this since the 90s mm. right uh i can see you know with 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 Iger cutting things down I, I mean like it's a it's a classic you know corporate takeover kind of thing right mm. uh with him just trying to sell it i mean wwe did the same thing before uh they sold themselves to uh the company that owns uh ufc mm. right and now now they're owned by that and everybody knew it was coming they're just like oh yeah well Vince is selling off all these different properties and he is firing everybody because he's trying to make the company look more enticing and, and that's what happened right. so with Iger selling off different things again he's been trying to sell off ABC he's been trying to sell off FX uh, all these different kind of like properties and different things with the studio mm -hmm. you know what's the likelihood or do you guys believe that you know that one Disney would sell itself like that and two Apple would be the buyer I think it's a very <laughs> stupid decision if it happens but I also have a little faith so I think it I think it might happen. <laughs> hmm. I don't see Disney as a, a bot company. I see Disney as a buying company. Right. Yeah. So that I mean, that's kind of what like the way that I look at it is that Disney's gotten so big now, even if they did sell off like ABC and and FX and stuff like that. Well, the ABC, that's a network that network television is dying because streaming and so and FX too. And it doesn't have a lot of good IP. So it's not like they're losing that much. So right. I just I don't know if he if they started like really seriously talking about divesting some stuff like some Disney stuff. 
Yeah. Right. Uh, then I absolutely would be like, yeah, this can yeah. happen. I just right. don't think it is. I think Bob Iger is just just wants to keep his name relevant in the news, and this is his way of doing it. And right. he's not going to say, oh yeah, no, we're not to- we're not doing that. No, we would never do anything like that. He's going to keep everybody guessing. I think yeah. what Bob Iger's doing is trying to get himself a bigger bonus, right? I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's a prick tease. That's what, what yeah, it is. That's that's what companies do that's the whole thing with these uh multi-billion dollar companies is you know they start looking at oh we didn't hit the mark we didn't make as much money as we wanted to so how do we get where we need it to be so that uh investors are happy and uh and 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 our shareholders are happy uh we make them happy i get a bigger bonus so that means cutting people's jobs which he just fired a crap ton of people Right, uh, you know, like like cutting people's jobs and cutting departments because then it looks like we have a net gain and I can get a bigger bonus. You know, yeah, exactly. I think that's yeah. what the whole thing is. is he's he's playing in the same corporate bullshit that's been happening since the eighties. So it's all greed. Yeah, it is all exactly. Greed. So, you know, it's like you know, I don't care about these people who aren't going to have jobs because I'm going to make more money myself and I'm going to buy another. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do what Zaslov is doing and buy another sixty million dollar home. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Don't get me started on that robot. Nope. <laughs> but you could get me started on Warner Brothers because we got a rumor again. Again. Ooh. And you know what? This is almost getting to Adam Driver level here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So apparently Wonder Woman 3 is not in development, uh, according to DC Studios. So multiple sources with knowledge. Now, these are secret sources. So no one officially at DC Studios has said anything, but multiple sources. Secret sources. With the knowledge close to the situation have told Collider that Wonder Woman 3 is not in development at DC Studios. I think uh, Collider's got a bigger name than, you know, We Are Giants or what's the yeah, other that's true. That got like a shitty um, Oh, the, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. Giant freak- like Nerdist and stuff. Collider's pretty good. Like oh, Collider yeah, knows its stuff. Robot. Giant Freaking Robot's another uh, uh, Yeah, Giant Freaking Robot, that's it. Yeah. Collider and Nerdist have way better reputation, so usually if they're putting something out it might actually true yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, and it contradicts like Gal Gadot's mm-hmm. uh, recent interviews where she said that she was working on the on the project in partnership with DC studio heads James Gunn and Peter Safran mm-hmm. uh, in addition Gunn and Safran do not have plans for a Wonder Woman project aside from Paradise Lost which is a prequel series at max mm-hmm. so I mean it's unclear obviously mm-hmm. because right. We hear one thing from one side and one thing from another, uh, right. but it's unclear like what caused the misunderstanding or the discrepancy. Uh, but the Collider sources confirmed uh, and echo Variety subsequent reporting on the matter. So, I mean, that's two different. I mean, we don't know if they're the exact same people saying it, but that's two separate things. So it is looking like it's not going to happen. And I'm wondering right. if it was they they did the soft let down of the like look gal you know we wish you all the luck we you know we think you're fantastic maybe somewhere down the line we'll work together you know and she was like oh we're gonna develop wonder woman 3 she took that out of there so i could see that i could see that happening what what i see is almost like the opposite i think that there's 
there's two things, two factors going on here, right? I think that Gal is probably working on something related to Wonder Woman. Uh, it may not be Wonder Woman 3. It could be like a reboot and not something that's continuing that storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it also could be that, you know, Gal jumped the gun, so to speak. Gun, uh, and, and I think Gun and Saffran are... Yeah, right. I think that Gun and Saffran are putting out a, a statement saying that nothing is happening because we are still in a writer's strike. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't want her to get in trouble for, you know, writing anything. Yeah. Right. Or right. I don't want her to, you know, you know, just get... I don't want any of us to get in trouble with the WGA at this point. I don't want anybody knowing that we're collaborating on anything because I don't want anybody to get in trouble with their respective union. Right. I think I think yeah. that's more what's actually happening here. I think they're just putting out safety statements. Yeah. To cover their asses and say, no, we're not talking about anything. I don't, I don't know what Gal's talking about. And then like he's calling Gal after that, like, you can't tell people this shit right now. Like we have yeah. to- right. he's texting her and he's like, look. Yeah. <laughs> that we have to wait until uh, you have to be like, cool. Yeah. Like I know you're excited because we want to get this done, right? But like we can't talk about it right now. Yeah. That's what I that's what I think is happening. I mean, like, yeah. So, yeah. so this would make my tacos not on the table because I know that uh uh Peter Saffron and James Gunn are yeah, they've they've expressed in the past how much they like Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like uh uh he made a point of uh putting her in um in uh Peacemaker. Yeah. No, yeah. and I mean she's also in Flash, and I mean it they you know they they could have cut out her she they could have cut her out then, but they didn't. Right. So I mean there's right. there's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of things that it could right that it could be. I'm saying my tacos are not on the table for this just yeah. because it, again, it's like we're just gonna hear back and forth now. And yeah. nothing's gonna be settled until after the strike is over. Mm-hmm. So there's not really a reason to even Give this more time than the breath it takes us to talk about it. Right. Well, I, I'm going to be controversial here. Um, my, I'm going to say that my delicious fair food Navajo tacos are on the table with the caveat that this is a misinterpretation of terms and it's not necess- it is a Wonder Woman reboot. So it's not necessarily Wonder Woman 3. Right. Okay. It's a reboot. Yeah. So All it's true right. in a, in a, from a certain point of view. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and again, that's, that's what I think is happening. I don't mm-hmm. think that they are... You know, I mean, they're, they, they've established that the multiverse exists within DC at this point. Right. Right. Because that's how they're rebooting the entire series, like that, the mm-hmm. entire thing right now. Yeah. Um, right. I, I see them, you know, saying, hey, we're not doing Wonder Woman 3. That's not in development. That's not a lie. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. That also doesn't mean that Gal Gadot is not coming back as Wonder Woman. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so that's it. That's all we have for rumors this week, guys. Uh, Thank goodness. I know, right? <laughs> so let's uh, let's go ahead and move into uh, into uh, the meat of the show here, because guys, it is now time. <laughs> Just leave that there. You got you at you make it seem like I have a problem with everything, and I don't have a problem with everything. You only have I just make with, comments. You you just have a problem with the things that <laughs> introduce the next segments, is what it is. <laughs> uh, 
I can't understand this being a thing though, because this could be like this could mess with people with epilepsy. Like this is yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out the distance nerding <laughs> post for more news, all the trailers, reactions. Let us know what you're nerding out on every week, guys. You know we always drop everything that we can inside the nerding Zim post. Uh, and of course, you can use the code nerding ten. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. So I'm gonna do this one then. All right. <laughs> Look at this cast. Isn't it neat? They got the OG voice to make it complete. <laughs> he almost got the syllables right on that one. Yeah, almost, there. yeah. There. <laughs> uh, Disney princesses assemble. Uh, Disney Plus unveiled the trailer and poster art for Lego Disney Princess, the Castle Quest, an all-new original special. Now, if they made this a video game, this girl would be playing it. Right. Um, and yeah, I would absolutely. be 10 feet away watching. Right. When the villainous Gaston, voiced by voice of Richard White, reprising his role from 1991's Beauty and the Beast, steals King Triton's Jim Cummings' uh, magical trident to rule all kingdoms. The nefarious plot unites five Disney princesses on one royal adventure. From the Disney animated canon, Jody Benson, Ariel... I love that Jody Benson is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Alu, uh, Ali, 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 Cravalo is Moana. Mm -hmm. Mandy mm -hmm. Moore is Rapunzel. Uh, Anika Noni Rose is Tiana. Uh, and that's, they're reprising their roles with, uh, Katie Von Till, Snow White, replacing Adriana Casalotti, who died in 1997. Right. Oh. It was the original, uh, Snow White. Yeah, she, yeah, she was. Uh, the official Sunday, my Will come well, Opsis. Now I see the light. Part of your world almost there. Opsis. I am Moana Synopsis. James, I fucking hate you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, James. Thank you. Ali'i is how you say Ali it. Ali'i. I'm sorry. Ali'i. Also, thanks, James. <laughs> James, I hate you. I hate you with a passion right now because I have to do that in that voice and it scratches the shit out of my throat. So, all right, let's do this. The official someday my prince will come opsis. Now I see the light part of your world. Almost there, opsis. I am Moana Synopsis. Synopsis. <laughs> Tiana, Moana, Snow White, Rapunzel, and Ariel are off on an adventure as they are each unexpectedly transported to a mysterious castle. Shortly after arriving, they soon discover that Gaston has hatched an evil plan to take over all of their kingdoms. He did not do this by himself. Gaston is not that smart. <laughs> the princess characters must work together to solve challenges hidden deep within the castle walls and try to save their kingdoms from Gaston. Will bravery, quick thinking, and teamwork prevail? You, you know what I'm noticing here? Tiana, Moana, Snow White, Rapunzel, and Ariel. No bell. Nope, no bell. Hmm. No bell. No Sleeping Beauty either. No, no, no bell, but Gaston is the villain. <laughs> right. What happened to Bell? <laughs> well, I mean, he's not going to go up against the Beast, whether he's in Beast form right. or... Or Adam. Because or, Adam, or Adam, I mean, yeah. Adam had, knows his way around the sword. Oh, yeah. 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 And the Beast And I mean, he could Hulk out at any time. So that's yeah. true. So... 
Uh, all right. This will be repeated nonstop on uh, James's television starting August 18th on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. That is true because, remember, he has two five-year-old twins. So yes. And they love this stuff. Yep. I, I mean, I'm I, telling you, it needs to be a game. That is That right there is a game <laughs> synopsis right there. So. At, at, at least at least right now what's on. That's repeat, right. Say Wong. It's on, which is in like you know, three days. But I mean, like at least has moved on uh at, at least for the next three days it's still going to be mario on repeat at his house and i mean that's yep. that's 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 more uh that's more stum stomachable that's my secret bell <laughs> that's awesome oh that's awesome <laughs> God, I love it. All right. So All right. Uh, get into this next one here. I oh, mean, is it me? All right, I'll do it. Another Disney Plus pricing, Chris, is happening. Oh. All of these tiaras. <laughs> 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 all of these tiaras cost money. Disney set to introduce yet another price hike for all of its streaming services. During Disney's quarterly earnings call, CEO Bob Iger, who uh, announced a major streaming <laughs> price hike set for October 12th, affecting both Disney Plus and Hulu's ad-free options. The ad-free Disney Plus option will go up $3 and jump to $13.99. That's up $3 from its current price. Hulu's ad-free tier will also be going up by $3 each month, moving from $14.99 to $17.99. Good Lord. This new price hike will see Hulu and Disney Plus offer, uh, sorry, Hulu and Disney Plus cost a total of 32 each month if you subscribe separately. But Disney is going all in on the bundle option by offering a steep discount. If you bundle just Hulu and Disney Plus together, starting September the 6th, it will cost $19.99 per month. That package will also likely become one of Disney's more popular streaming options, as it's called the Duo Premium. As there's also a Duo Basic package that combines ad-supported Hulu and Disney Plus, which costs just $9.99 per month. Adding the ad-free ESPN Plus takes your total to $24. God. All right. Um, my my thoughts on this already are I'm going back to corporate takeover, right? We've been talking about like yep. hostile Sweet. corporate takeovers and everything like that. I've mentioned yeah. earlier about Bob Iger doing that. This literally is exactly exactly like it's all signs the same thing. There, he's yep. trying to get himself a bigger bonus. That's all it mm -hmm. is. You know, if you increase the cost of the streamer and you fire a bunch of people and you, you know, it's like, oh, this is how we, um, you know, get more investor um, uh, confidence in what we're doing uh you know it's it's they don't need to raise their prices they don't no they don't there's no reason to raise the prices for disney plus especially after they just raised all the prices in the parks and they've raised all the prices for everything else plus fired a crap ton of people all this is is disney being a corporate garbage machine and it's kind of getting mm -hmm. on the nerves uh and the, 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 these are it's it's it is the uh normal like, like this is not a thing that is you know just a disney thing this is a very normal corporate thing that corporations do, you know, to for, for like the CEO to get extra money in his pocket. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I agree with you. And I'm like not for it at all. No, because now this is, these are my thoughts. I yeah. just put them on the screen. Yeah. Yep. God, yes. Uh, and I mean, like, you know, like now I'm probably going to go down to the ad supported one just because $9.99 is reasonable, right? Yeah. 
ads mm-hmm. are going to annoy the living crap out of me. Like I don't want to watch my favorite shows and my favorite movies with 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 ads. I I, I hate it as it is on Tubi and everything like that. But like those are free platforms, so I, I deal with it, right? Yeah. When you're paying right. a price for a for for channels, yeah, you know, like you for for what you put ads in there, you're already getting right, like, dude. It's it's aggravating. It, it's very aggravating. It yep. Yeah, I agree. It mm-hmm. is very aggravating. But you know what's not aggravating and something that everyone is going to be able to appreciate in this little span of eight days this i'm excited for ahsoka yeah and you know what you can call her miss tano if you're nasty that's all i'm saying (laughs) at least we still get to watch this on the price exactly (laughs) all these increases just in time for ahsoka i did not write that all right (laughs) apparently he didn't like actually read it because it's like uh the increases aren't until october 13th and this ends on october 6th 4th 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 it's on the screen it's okay i'm sorry i was looking at the other screen and it was like it it was (laughs) whatever all right uh all these increases just in time for ahsoka ahsoka will have a two episode premiere on disney plus yeah ahsoka just so everybody knows is the goat Yes, she is. But the streaming service has uh, finally revealed the release schedule. Uh, so according to the official Star Wars social media accounts, Ahsoka will be released every Wednesday, starting with two episodes on August 23rd. The series will feature eight episodes and span seven weeks into October. And I'm assuming that the sh- her show ends right as Loki starts. Yeah. So because, right. yeah, Loki's starting that next week, isn't it? I think so. That's probably why, you know, that's like Disney's whole thing is like, okay, October 16th. That was that the date. I think so. I think that's the date for Loki. They're like October 12th. October 12th is when the yeah. price hike comes on. Like, October yeah. 12th, you know, everybody's got to pay more money just in time for Loki because people are going to come in and watch Loki right, right as that is. They know how big right. Loki is. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly what they're doing. That's ridiculous. It is super aggravating. Again, I'm I'm excited for Ahsoka. I'm excited for Loki. I'm mm-hmm. pissed that I have to pay more money. Um, I wonder if it's still the same with E23 members. I gotta I gotta look up the yeah. E23 site and see if it's like if it's any different for for if you're a member of D23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh well. But yeah, that's it. That's the Ahsoka news. I and I'm I'm excited. I am so excited. I'm excited for the show again. Like I, I I've been I've been kind of like harping on how much. I'm excited for this show and to see yeah. the characters from Rebels and and kind of like the trailers have been looking really good. Oh, know? yeah. Um, I am noticing a little, this might be a little Easter egg thing or something, that, and I'm sure people have noticed this before, that her little armband here, her little gauntlet, looks an awful lot like her original lightsaber from Clone Wars. Oh. Yeah, like one of the green ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even notice that. Look at you. Look at you <laughs> doing that. wonder if she turned her gauntlet or her lightsaber into a gauntlet. Well, you know, it's supposed to be pretty, I mean, that the metal they use to make them is supposed to be pretty pretty hardy. So, yeah, it's not best car, but it's up there, so... 
Yeah, I just, I'm so excited and I have so many theories and... After you are. <laughs> I am so excited for this. And yes, I do have a lot of theories and some of them are really going to upset Phil. So, Ahsoka is marrying the Mandalorian? Is that, that your theory? No, no, no. Ahsoka... Oh. Ahsoka is marrying Luke. Ahsoka is not marrying anyone. Ahsoka oh. is Ahsoka. Ahsoka. She's herself. Is a strong, independent Togruta. And she's not going to take it anymore. Okay. Um. So, so then, so then that means that Admiral Thrawn is marrying the Mandalorian. No, but a Mandalorian is somebody who I think is going to get married. Oh, so this is the show where the Mandalorian and uh, where, where, where Din Djarin specifically. It's a double wedding. It's going to be Sabine Wren and Ezra Bridger. They're going to find him at the very last second. They're going to have a double wedding with Din Djarin and Bo-Katan. You really want a wedding to happen in Star Wars. like this? Look, I want to know how the Mandalorians get say, married. I'm in the middle ground here because I do. I've always shipped Ezra and Sabine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but I do you think they're just going to live in? Sin. Yes, you would. They're Mandalorian. <laughs> Sabine is not really. It's like it's kind of nobility, but she's the last of her house, as far as we know. Yes. Yeah. So actually, so so the thing, the real thing that I really think of, I'm just messing with you with the whole wedding thing. I'm not. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. But um, you, you, you I I did make us feel better. We we know. No, I really don't think. I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm over the wedding thing. <laughs> Um, no, the thing that I really, you know, uh, Shadu and I were talking about this the other day, that it's actually that what if the Knights of Wren are actually, were actually started by Sabine Wren and she just oh, but took the W off. I was, that's what I was going to say. It's spelled differently. Take the W off. Yeah. It's a bastardization of, of her name. Just yeah, like of her clan. Done based on her house by someone who was revering Gar Saxon or somebody yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like they just like corrupted it or something but yeah. like she this is what happens after she finds what out what happens to Ezra like something really bad happened to Ezra or something and this is like how she gets corrupted and that's why the Knights of Ren aren't forced like they aren't they don't carry lightsabers they're not really force sensitive but they have a force sensitive leader and, and so when Kylo Ren comes back he revamps them and see my opinion is more that Sabine doesn't really have that much to do with it it's more of a Gar Sack and kind of cult or something Mandalorian like that is essentially kind of again bastardizing House Wren in a way and so it's like they're the knights of House Wren and then it's a whole yeah well the only thing is is with that there is an established lore about the knights of Wren so I don't okay see we didn't know this that's I was like yeah. what is see, this no, I, I did yeah I so. vaguely knew it but I wasn't sure exactly what it was yeah because the the established lore for the knights of Wren it has more to do with a uh with a Jedi master or no not mm. Jedi master but a Sith master okay. uh, uh, from like almost uh, he, he he comes from um uh the high republic times nice okay and oh well then we might see the knights of ren and i see the knights of ren and the acolyte uh, yeah because yeah. oh, cool. basically they they revere this uh this old sith uh sith lord right uh I for, i'm forgetting his name uh he has his because his name is something ren and um that's hmm. why um that's why kylo ren is named the what he is he's supposed to be the second coming of oh Okay. Huh. That's interesting. I, again, I wish they 
had all this lore in the sequels. That would have made them. So Let's not better. get into that. Yeah, no. Let's no, go okay. back. So, all right. But because there was a, there was like a, I guess there's a, a conspiracy theory going around that uh, the Inquisitor that we see actually mm-hmm. is going to become like a Knight of Ren or is going to be part of it or something. So, which mm-hmm. that could still happen even. Yeah. If, but yeah. Whatever, whatever. Right. Well, it could be even. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. We're, we're going off on tangents here. I don't want to go too far. No, we're still but talking about Ahsoka. So all it's I'm gonna not say technically is, a tangent. Right. Technically. Um. All I'm gonna say is the Knights of Rin could be somehow connected to the Acolytes of the Beyond as well, which is a thing from uh, what is it from the book series? Like one of the first canon book series was Heir, heir to the no, Empire. It, no, it's not Heir to the Empire. It's something like that. Oh. Um. Um. Like after the four, five, and six came out, it's like the first like. No, 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 canon. Like, oh, when Disney um, took over, it's one of their first books. I don't know. That's like a series. Anyway, but they, they were in that. They were the Acolytes of the Beyond. That, mm. um, I'm thinking they may have something to do with it. I'm thinking that possibly Balin and... Shen. I can't remember her name. Shen. I can't remember her name. Are Acolytes of the Beyond. That, yeah, I mean, that could be it. I don't know. I've got some, uh, like, I've got some cloning theories. I think maybe yeah. Shen is a, a clone of Anakin. That, and that... Talk about it, that. Yeah. Right, which I think is kind of stupid, but I, <laughs> I understand the heir to the empire connections there. Yeah, I could. I mean, honestly, I could see that. I I think that wherever they go, there's so many different ways that they can go, yeah. and even Thrawn being in it, it doesn't limit them as much as as we think it does because right. people who have just watched the movies and ha- don't haven't actually been exposed to Thrawn in book form or in Rebels mm-hmm. don't really know about him. But yeah, I mean, they could go so. Many many ways with him and it's just like oh this is gonna be so great so, so, but, so anyway. i had to look it up real quick and i know it's a slight tangent before we jump into the next one but um so Ren, his name was ren right ren uh, okay and basically the knights of ren are a ancient secret society okay that run in the background they're dark uh like they're they're dark force users but they don't they they don't have the same ideals as the uh as the sith okay. or the jedi so they don't use right. the weapons of the sith no, no, or the so, jedi. They, so they do their their primary weapons are lightsabers but they uh, oh. but they also use different things like one of the characters has a uh, has a mandalorian vibro axe uh like okay. there's there's a couple like they they use different weapons but the ideology that they have is more about their they're more, I, I guess, the way that the the, the Wikipedia described it is mm. they're more, um, they're more like dark, uh, dark force purists. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, versus like the Sith have an agenda and they don't have the same agenda as the I Sith. See. Right. So like they don't believe in the agenda that the Sith have. Uh, mm. And then um, previous to Ben Solo, Palpatine was considered the Ren. Mm. Oh, okay. Right? So so the Ren, uh, like the 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 the, the um, they they started naming themselves the Ren as like the title uh, as a title, but the the first knight who established the Knights of Ren, his name was Ren. I see. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Right? And then after he died, uh, they took it on as a title uh, almost similar to the title of Darth. Or like so they're like... So they're yeah oh yeah like like I yeah. um so they're like dark side fundamentalists essentially yeah yeah they're supposed yeah. to be like more extremist versions of the Sith 
Oh, uh, okay. Well, that, that you know sense. what? I like that. I like that better. Yeah. Never yeah. mind what I said. Yeah. And there, there's <laughs> there always, there's always this, uh, within their society, there's always 12 nights. So somebody always Ooh. replaces, uh, if someone dies, then someone replaces. I wonder, what the, uh, I wonder what the significance of 12 is. Uh, it's in here, but I skimmed over it because I didn't oh, okay. you know kind of like. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. We, maybe, maybe we do an episode of that, uh, uh, of that show that we haven't done, but we've talked about. Yeah. <laughs> Explain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got some splaining to do. Some, you know, we do that episode of splaining, and our first episode yeah. is explaining what the Knights of Ren are. Right? Yeah. No, that'd be they, fun. they have, yeah. they have a that. very, uh, very. They have a very interesting backstory. Yeah, you know, where it's like you know, it goes from you know just being like Sith to being like a secret society within Star Wars that believes in the same thing but is not the same ideology. Right, like it's the Illuminati. Like, right, right. It's you know, like so, a counterpart to the Sith. Eternal. Yes, yeah. uh, and yeah. and it says that they uh, when I was looking in there, it says that they have um, they have affiliations with the Sith Eternal. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, we, we should move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this next one, because it's my all time favorite character, so I have to. Uh, well, okay. So James said, "How would you classified Ahsoka?" Shameless plug. We will actually be doing yes, a classified are, episode with Ahsoka, um, the characters. We just want to wait until the season's over before yes. we do it. <laughs> so, so that's so, so like be rest assured. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, now let's yeah. do it. Let's move on to Deadpool and Wolvie and so all that funny. So Say Wong says, I'm still staying put. Uh, I'm still staying put on Luke's clone appearing in Ahsoka. I would love that. Uh, but I'm I'm like curious if they're going to establish Luke's clone in this new universe. Well, yeah. I mean, like, weren't there like rumors that the whole Balin, like Balin in the book series, he was a clone of Obi-Wan or something? And I, I think there was a Balin in the book series. No, there was. Um, there in 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 Shadows of the Force, there was a Balin. Yeah. So, um, and I I'm wondering if they're gonna do that, but I think it would be cooler if it was Shin, like he's giving, teaching Shin. So that's kind of Balin from the Hobbit. Oh yeah, that yeah. That's, no, I mean dwarf. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Totally different guy. This guy totally is different guy. tall to be Balin in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> this guy was once an Asgardian, okay? It's true. He was an Asgardian. <laughs> yes. He was also once the Punisher. All right, let's continue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it looks like the release of Marvel's Deadpool 3 will be delayed, sadly. Which Are really you okay? Surprised. Are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm going to cry. Okay. Uh, which- Just hold it together till you're done with this, and then you can cry, okay? <laughs> okay um which really isn't a surprise uh with the writers and actors strikes going on a lot of film releases are going to get delayed because they've all stopped production uh during a recent call with investors yesterday disney presented several of their big upcoming movie plans and deadpool 3 was not one of the films included on their calendar it's been removed which likely means the release date will be pushed back film was supposed supposed to be released on may 3rd 2024 disney didn't comment on the change so i mean c- considering that they were in the middle of filming when everything happened and mm-hmm. they were the first production to stop, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, this is, uh, I mean, it's obviously got to get delayed because, the, you know, the stuff that Disney's probably pushing in their investor meeting right now uh, is stuff that's already been finished as far as, like, principal production, uh, pr- principal mm-hmm. photography, uh, because you don't need actors and writers to edit. Yeah. So everything that has principal photography that's done, they're probably editing uh, mm-hmm. and they'll probably wait until 
until after uh, the uh, strike is done to do any reshoots that they have to do any. Yeah, and you know yeah. what they could do? Just, like, stop the strike, like, tomorrow. Yeah. By actually giving people what they want, which is a living wage. Right. Actually, um, and I'm not going to read it right now, but there's a um, there's an update on the, on the G- WGA portion of the strike. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm, after we're done with the show tonight, I'm going to read it. So. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. So I mean, and you know, I I don't want it to be delayed, but you know, I you know, I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with all of this stuff being delayed. Well, first of all, I have a reason. lot of stuff to catch up on. Like right. I like we're I'm almost finished with Lovecraft Country. Oh my god. I didn't good. get to see it when it came out because I was not in the headspace. And I was so okay. glad I waited because I'm in the headspace now. And it is a lot. It's a yes. lot. It's yes. really, really, really good. But it's a lot. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, again, they did the same thing that Watchmen did, and they mm-hmm. brought to light like like uh, I, I'm sure a lot of people didn't know what Sundown Towns were. No, and you know the yeah. funny. Okay, it's not funny at all. I that uh, Shadu and I live in a part of the country that unless you're in a big city, the majority of the towns around like the big cities are mm-hmm. Sundown Towns. Yeah, there are towns in our state that are really close to a that's literally a suburb of one of the big cities and there are people people of color do not go to that town unless they have somebody that's a, a mayonnaise person with them yeah like that's how bad it can get so yeah i am totally mean, i yeah live in the town where you know i was just talking about watchmen i mean you guys yeah. live in the town that that happened in, yeah so. the massacre right. yeah and you know what I, I i didn't know about it until i was out of school yeah. And Luckily, like it, they didn't still, teach it. It's still all. shameful, but I didn't know about it until high school. Yeah, yeah they just it, now it started doing it in high school, and it happened yeah. here. Like yeah. that's the yeah. thing is it it's happened here. You know, the only reason that they talk about black, black Wall Street now is because they talked about it in a major media TV show. So it's one of those things where like, mm. well, now we can't ignore it. Well, they but, had been talking about it for a while. Like we we've known obviously being here in the in the city that it happened in mm-hmm. um they that they've they've been talking about it for a while but yeah watchmen really did give a new spotlight on it but i know behind the scenes a lot of stuff had been happening beforehand and like uh that part of the city has been uh revitalized and there and it and um african-american businesses are uh prevalent there again it's we have celebrations there like have one of the biggest Martin Luther King Jr. Day parade in the area. Uh, Juneteenth celebrations are huge here. And so so there's a lot of it, but there's still a lot of race discrepancy right. where we live. And it you can you can definitely tell uh, yeah. they're not afraid to say stuff. And it's not, you know, they're not afraid. And so it's just, it's, it's sad, but it's something that needs to be said. We need to know about all of this. You know, we can't, we can't change minds. We can't move forward if we don't know our history. And that is a very big blight on our history, but it happens. It is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Now that we brought that all down with this beautiful it, picture of Deadpool and Wolverine and Wolverine's in his yellow <laughs> costume, which is one of the things we've always wanted. Woo. Minus the arms, but I mean, it's fine. Right. Well, <laughs> Close enough. I just want the brown and orange one now. Let's do this. Oh, right. (laughs) 
get it. I want that, but I want him as a brood as that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see that costume, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is when he was brood. That would so. be dope. All right. <laughs> well, let's uh let's 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 move on here. Woo. All right. So speaking of monsters. Speaking of monsters, uh, James Gunn clarifies when his creature commandos animated series takes place. On to some DCU news. Uh the creature commandos team consists of monsters and superheroes, and it was believed that they would be fighting Nazis during World War II. Woo! The team consists of a human, a werewolf, a vampire, Frankenstein's monster, and a gorgon. Oh my. <laughs> Turns out that the story will not be that during World War II. Got a reason clarified in social media that Creature Commandos actually takes place in the current day. I what guess the fuck? Huh? I guess that makes sense. They'll be working under the supervision of one Amanda Waller. Which Turns is out fine because they, they can still fight Nazis. That's true. <laughs> exactly. There are still Nazis. You right. keep reminding people that. Creature Commandos uh, doesn't have a release date yet, uh, but Gunn has confirmed the series will drop before his film Superman Legacy, which is currently slated for July the 11th, 2025. That's cool. Yeah. I'm actually uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Like, I, Thank you. I, it's it's one of those obscure properties that I'm I'm you know I like I want to see. You know, it's a fun property. It's yeah. not just an obscure. It's it's like a fun. It's like the ta- their take on monsters in Creature Commandos is uh, really cool. It really yeah. is. I mean, I just it's so funny. It it's kind. It reminds me of like Doom Patrol, but it's like Doom Patrol and Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, it really is. I'm uh, I'm kind of like, like, I want to see kind of like how this all works out just because we know the human is going to be Rick Flagg Sr. Yeah. And we know that Gunn specifically said that um, Peacemaker is going to be a part of his universe. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm wondering if like Peacemaker is like if, if it takes place in the future ish, if this takes place in present day or if this is going to take place like maybe in the 90s. Hmm. You know, hmm. I mean, like maybe like a couple years back. By couple, I mean like twenty. But I mean like you know, like something that that can still be that that's can, contemporary, but not like exactly like not present right now, day. Right now, right? Because right. you know, yeah. like we, we know. Rick, spoiler alert for a movie that came out what three years ago? Yeah. Uh, I think it was longer than that, wasn't it? Was four was, five years ago? I don't know. It was a while ago. It was in the pandemic. Oh, it was in the pandemic. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, so it was like spoiler alert for a movie that came out like three years ago. But uh, Rick Flag juniors dead yeah. right so it's gonna be interesting to see like is this gonna be you know with rick flag senior like is he just still being a badass and his right. son is there at the same time or is this gonna take place a couple years before and we see rick flag senior prior to his son becoming you know a commando himself right well yeah. i think it's not i think it's gonna take place exactly when it is i think rick flag senior is gonna be really pissed that his son is dead right and, and he's and- gonna be coming out he's going to be talking about going after Peacemaker and they're going to have and Amanda Waller is going to have to rein him in and then we're going to see a crossover where it's Rick Flagg Sr. versus Peacemaker and Peacemaker keeps saying something like I don't really want to kill an old man and then Rick Flagg Sr. says I'll kill you with one arm and then it's going to be like that back and forth yeah they'll also be in tidy whities when this happens yeah. <laughs> oh god the other thing is that, because Frank Grillo is playing uh, Rick Flagg Sr. so it's kind of like once life action happens it's gonna be frank grillo and frank grillo doesn't exactly look like he's that much older than than john cena john cena hey. looks like he's older than frank grillo if you can <laughs> if you can de-age you can pre-age pre-age <laughs> <laughs> 
You just you just put Frank Grillo with like a with, with, with like a cane, you know, just <laughs> in. And he's like still super buff, so he can just like whack John Cena in the head with the with the cane. Ooh, yeah, he starts. He's like walking in with the cane like Yoda does, and then suddenly <laughs> they start fighting, and then he's like, "Oh, you like this cane, Mine. do you, buddy?" <laughs> Mine. Mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just starts just starts hopping all around yeah. <laughs> all right guys let's uh let's move on because that's way too much fun um, <laughs> oh i think i'm gonna have to take this one i i figured we're all gonna be barbie girls in real life Remember I said I wanted to vacate in Barbie land? I think we're getting pretty damn close with this. All right. Mattel is creating a new theme park in Arizona. Oh, Arizona. That's the worst uh, place to put it. It's going to be it's, it's yeah. 120 degrees in Arizona. Why would you theme park in Arizona? I don't know. Uh, called the Mattel Adventure Park, complete with a Barbie beach house, complete with a magical Barbie closet, and an attraction called the Hot wheels bone shaker which is gonna the, melt the ultimate <laughs> ride roller coaster that, that like those hot wheels are gonna melt yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and the whole like the barbie closet like what do you do if it's a magic barbie closet do people c- kidnap you and change your clothes and then like release you into the wild again i mean what is that about that's gonna be john mez's favorite ride yeah <laughs> and is like uh, here's the barbie beach thing is the beach actually gonna be plastic because it needs to be plastic and pink. <laughs> it's all plastic. It has to be. I mean, yeah. come on. Where's the continuity here, people? The water's all right. There will right. be there will also the be attractions associated with Masters of the Universe. No, shut up. I hope they yeah. have some She-Ra stuff. And be- Thomas and Friends. You okay. know I'm gonna go. Even though it's in Arizona, I this may be my vacation destination. All right, a holiday, he man. <laughs> you go, I'll be back. Uh, located stories next week <laughs> at the VAI Resort in Glendale, Arizona, close to the Cardinal Stadium. Park goers can enjoy a unique indoor outdoor setup all year round at the massive nine acre destination. Okay, see, now I kind of see where they're going because Arizona is is warm pretty much all the time so yeah you could really go in the winter too so i could yeah. see that yeah. i don't know if i like it that close to baseball but whatever uh the life i guess the kins have to have something to do right and yeah. then baseball okay yeah you know what they can they can do anything yeah because they they're enough <laughs> apparently with kens right up with the patriarchy all right all right there we go the <laughs> life-size barbie beach house is perfect for fans who want a preview of barbie's closet and they can even see her up close with the attraction's hologram technology. What? Hologram technology? Sure, that's something I want to see. Oh, what? Oh my gosh. All right. The house also offers a rooftop bar and restaurant where families and friends can take in panoramic views of the resort. Well, you had me at rooftop bar. (laughs) You had me at bar. Yeah, I definitely want some of those pink teenies you have that are barbarific. You're, you're, you're just going to be completely wasted. Like, no, kids, okay. You can go ahead and ride with Barbie. It's fine. I'll be like, I'm going to have mom's going to have another drink. And then I'm going to do the thing like in a Barbie movie where you just jump off and then you just float down to the bottom. And there was this goat and then Jake. <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> 
Kenner's, Hers, what are you it doing? Kenner's? It was fun. And then a little scary again, but fun. All right. Kenner's, get over here. We have to watch Sopranos. All right. Oh, um, so here, let's see here. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hot Wheels lovers can catch a thrill on Bone Shaker, the ultimate ride. That I just. It just doesn't sound just, fun. Mm, just, mm. Holy crap. Look how, look, look how high this thing goes. Go, go, go. Okay. A roller coaster that brings riders 84 feet in the air. After that, they can keep the adrenaline pumping on the double loop and twin mill racer roller coaster. Wow. Yeah. Along with Barbie and Hot Wheels, a Thomas and Friends world of Sodor attraction will be a hot spot for families and younger adventurers. Yeah. Younger. Featuring the massive 86 feet Thomas. Oh. Yeah, right. The Thomas, the train engine from Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is it's going to be like you know uh, Thomas's creepy ass face on the on the front. Of yeah, that. right. <laughs> a- additional then- park features include a forty five thousand square foot laser tag arena inspired oh. by Masters of the Universe. Oh my god, forty five hundred, not forty five thousand. That's ridiculous. I mean, forty five hundred. Oh my god, forty five thousand. <laughs> Woo! You're never going to find anyone no. in laser. You'll be out there for a week and be like, I haven't seen another person. I don't know what's going on. Where's my family? <laughs> Tila, Tila, where have you gone? All right. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, the, oh, wait, wait. It gets better. It gets better. A themed mini golf experience. Oh my God. That draws from Loved Mattel games like Uno, Pictionary, and Magic Eight Ball. Magic so Eight Ball. So you're in, you're in the mini golf, and you're at the Magic Eight Ball thing, right? It's hole eight because you know Magic Eight Ball, right? It right, right, spits yeah. it out and says, "Or not." No, and you go, and you have to do the Magic Eight Ball. You're like, Magic Eight Ball. Am I going to get a hole in one? And then you no. do it, and then it comes up and it goes Outlook <laughs> unclear, and it just <laughs> throws the ball right back at you, and it hits you right. <laughs> every time sorry I just, that's funny all right after a, after a long day at the park look i mean the reverse button on uno though right yeah that's right it's like <laughs> reverse swap <laughs> skip you can skip rewind time itself skip one all right who made this thing so after after a long day at the park of drinking visitors can unwind at the vai resorts konos island oh that's exactly what you want to do after you spend all that time in mattel land is go to konos island a man-made feature that recreates a vacation to greece or mexico what that's pretty specific greece or mexico Greece, That's- it could be Mexico, it's okay. one or the other, it's one or the very other. different <laughs> cultures, but it's the same. Which, because- what is it today? Yeah, it's it's very different cultures, but it's the yes. same because racism. All right, all right. Yep. So you can either go to Greece or Mexico with its white sand beaches and mm. lavish cuisine. Where do they gotta be white sand? <laughs> Because white sand is actually pretty. So, I mean, like... No, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is white sand superior? Is that, is, is that what White saying? sand? White sand... Look, it is Arizona. White sand... <laughs> white sand hides the bodies better. Oh, shit. <laughs> the bodies of all we've oppressed. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, the okay. the bodies yeah. of the of the uh, what do they call them the the snowbirds that decided man, we were... not to go back. Okay, you know, guests man, we can were talking only... about white sand, but this got dark. <laughs> it did. Uh, guests can also enjoy sweeping views of the Phoenix Valley in a tethered hot air balloon reaching up to four hundred feet. What's with all these things going up and going so damn high in the air? After their breathtaking ride, they can then stop by the Kono Sky Bar to share a drink Hell 130 yes. feet in the air. Look, David, the they're talking about bars a lot in this. There were two mentions of bars. Well, you know what? You know what's not a good idea? You know what's not a good idea is getting people drunk at 130 feet in the air. <laughs> no, that's not. No, that's not but make idea. sure if you're going to get drunk, you do it after you do the hot air balloon right no, Not before. Okay. Skydive from here. There's no parachute. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Barbie. This fine. No. Oh. This is the this is the 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 paratrooper uh, experience. You know, like the to the the soul toy soldiers with the parachute. This this this, this, this experience. I'm gonna jump right. Now. It's fine. I'm on yeah, the band of brothers. From. Yeah, I'm on the band of brothers experience, <laughs> and this I'm trying to be a paratrooper. All right. Um. You know, yeah. That one okay, PLF, you'll be fine. Airborne. Okay. All right. Mattel Adventure Park is due to open its doors in 2024. God help us. God. Yeah. And I will be <laughs> there going open, 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 open. All right, man. That's terrible. But I have to take the next one because I'm a big Destiny gamer. All I, right. It. It's your I destiny. Like Do this. So guys, in gaming news, Bungie announced this week that Keith David will take over the role of Commander Zavala the Destiny 2 character who was previously voiced by the late Lance Riddick. Uh, this this is kind of a big deal. I, I, I talked about it with uh, with with Graveyard the other day because it's kind mm -hmm. of a, a big thing for me. Uh, it's still a little early for me because Lance Riddick was uh, Zavala's probably uh, he was a hated character, but at the same time, you know, it was mostly because of his actions. Lance Reddick played the character perfectly, right? Mm -hmm. Just because yeah. uh, uh, Zavala was, I wouldn't say he was a coward, but like, you know, he kind of, as a leader, made some cowardly decisions, right? Right. Well, we'll continue on there. David is is well known for his acting roles, both in and out of video games, and previously worked with Bungie back when the developers still worked on the Halo series. Uh, even if people may not know, you know, Keith David by name, many have almost certainly heard his voice in one project or another, given that his roles have encompassed everything from movies to TV shows, video games. So just to kind of get in the space, right? Uh, he's been known for playing the Arbiter in Halo 5, Halo 3, Halo 2. Uh, he's also... Uh, he also played characters in Mass Effect Three. Dark. He was Commander Anderson. Yes, he was. Uh, oh, I, okay. Then I then I'm I'm, I'm in. I'm <laughs> He's like I know I'm that. There. Yeah, Darksiders, Genesis, Saints Row 4, Marvel Heroes, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, and many, much, much more. He, he also was played on Community. Yes. Well, here's another he's one you're gonna you're gonna know right now. Rick right? and Morty. I, I oh yeah, he plays the president in Rick and Morty. But yes. <laughs> um. But but hopefully you guys pick this one up. I know I I know this one. Uh, Frey, you might know this one. It just depends on how well you taught your son. He may know this, right? Uh, he also played Goliath in Disney's Gargoyles. Uh, we never watched Gargoyles. Oh, oh you're so nice. No, watch it. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> 
Stop. No, watch it. Watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Watch it. Um, Dr. You're not my real mom. You're not my <laughs> real mom. Uh, Dr. Facilier uh, in Princess and the Frog. Uh, I know that one. <laughs> he also voiced the anti-hero Spawn in all of the uh, 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 animated projects from the 90s. Uh, mm-hmm. He's also in Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, in the same announcement, Bungie revealed that players would still be hearing Reddick in, in the game, given that his dialogue that's already been recorded won't be touched. But beyond that, Keith David will voice the character in future expansions. So just to kind of like jump on that, right? Because Destiny has replaced the character once before. Uh, and, uh, and and when they did it last time, they replaced the person complete, right? Uh, I got to pull it up. Uh, the current actor right now. So there's a character in the in the game called um, called Ghost, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, he's kind of like your companion, right? He like, you know, he's almost... <laughs> Uh, not that kind of companion, but um, mm. he uh, he he's like your um, oh Taylor Frey, I don't know you. You didn't watch Gargoyles? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, but think, think like, uh, Booster Gold, right? I forgot. I'm forgetting the name of the uh, uh, the little robot that's with uh, Booster Gold all the time. Oh, it's like it's not Bebo. It's like. Oh. Uh... I'd ha- I'll have to look. Yeah, but uh, the the little robot uh, like thing that flies around with um with Booster Gold Ghost is basically that, right? Ghost is essentially like he's the reason that you can respawn, right? Because like okay, the I character see. in the game um it's supposed to be like fallen warriors that have been revived. Ah, and Ghost is essentially like your soul. As long as you have a ghost, uh, you can uh you can revive, right? So if somebody kills nice. your ghost, then you like the next Skeet. time you die, you die forever. Skeets. That that was his name. Right. So originally Ghost was played by um uh, uh Peter Dinklage. Oh, I didn't know that he voiced Ghost. He, he okay, that's cool. He played uh, uh voiced Ghost, right? Uh and it's funny because I, I don't anytime I forget Peter Dinklage's name, I always have to think what was what, what did people call Ghost when Peter Dinklage played Dinklebot. Okay, so Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Dinklebot. Yeah, everybody <laughs> called him Dinklebot, right? Um and and Peter Dinklage used to play him. He actually kind of like the way that he played the character, he kind of phoned it in it was not like a good performance which is oh. very rare for peter dinklage but like it was kind of like boring and monotone and it just wasn't good that may have been what they wanted yeah well no they ended up replacing him with nolan north and nolan north uh the way he played the character was they they replaced it completely so if you play the game from like from like the beginning on nolan north is now the character uh, nolan okay. north was yeah. he's like a he's in like an old soap opera guy i i i know who he, he is was but nolan north is a prolific voice actor. Yeah, no, mm. he's been in a lot of stuff. I've seen his name a lot, but I just remembered that he was in, like, he was on a soap opera. I can't even remember which one it was. I think it was General Hospital, I think. He plays Deadpool know. in the Deadpool video game. He also plays um, uh, Nathan Drake. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I was gonna that's, say he... That's where I'm from. Yeah. I know he's done, like, uh, I think he's played done a voice in Batman, like, in the animated, not the animated series, but, like, animated movies and stuff. And maybe a couple games. Yeah, he's he's also played like just he's he's been in everything. Any any video game you've ever played, look up look up look up Nolan North's IMDb, and it's gonna be like holy crap, this guy's in everything. Yeah, he's. All I right, want to say he's it. like voiced Superman in something too. I'm doing it right now. So Nothing. not only that, right? So that that's kind of what I, when I heard that Keith David was gonna be taking over as Zavala, I thought uh-huh. they were gonna do that, and it kind of upset me because I was like, okay, if they, I, I don't want them to replace Lance Reddick because Lance. 
Terrence Reddick's uh, like, like voice, like you associate him with Zavala for people who play Destiny, right? But I like hearing that, you know, they're not touching Lance Reddick's performance and Keith David is just going to be taking over from, from here on out. Yeah, uh, it's more of an homage. He's just homaging him. Right. The thing is, is that again, I'm wondering if they're going to, uh, if he's just going to continue on as the character or if they're going to address, you know, why Zavala sounds different. Oh, yeah, maybe. Hmm. God, he has been in everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> I like I just I just like scrolling down I'm like I know all he was in he was in the Old Republic yes he's been he's in, been in a lot like, like yeah. Nolan North has been in a lot but I just I he's main character too he's not like minor characters no he's like main characters yeah, yeah he's been in a couple of he was in uh what was the Batman thing uh Death in the Family yes mm-hmm. yes that must yeah, be where like, I'd seen his name but yeah. yeah I I like I've just the first time I ever saw him was he was on a soap opera and so that's like every time I think I'm like he's oh he's Matt- the gathering arena yeah yeah like i said nolan north is in everything like that dude that dude has guardians so like, work what the? yeah this is ridiculous he can he can play a smart ass he can play like an uptight guy he got, he's got a good range, so much so. range. yeah it's yeah really good so staying in the realm of destiny just because again i'm the right. destiny player so i'm gonna relate with this a lot right mm-hmm. now staying in that realm of destiny bungie has today shared more details associated with the 2023 destiny showcase event which is set to take place one week from today uh fun stuff because again uh destiny they do this uh or bungie does this once a year uh to talk about um their yearly uh um uh dm uh, dlc right uh so in recent years bungie has been holding these large presentations for destiny 2 to inform fans of what will be coming to the game in the months and years ahead the 2023 edition of debt of the destiny showcase is now slated to transpire prior to the beginning of season 22 and will reveal major bits of information associated uh, with the final shape, which is the shooter's next expansion. Hmm. Unveiled by Bungie, the Destiny Showcase is now known to take place on August 22nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard or 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, The presentation will be streamed live across YouTube and Twitch and will be preceded by the pre-show that begins at 8 a.m. 11 Eastern. Uh, As for what the showcase itself will cover, Bungie has said that it will share more details on the upcoming the final shape expansion season 22 the next reprised raid and more Following the Destiny Showcase, a post-show will uh, also occur that will hone in on the coming years of uh, content for Destiny 2. Uh, so what a lot of fans are hoping for is because what they've been doing is taking raids from uh, the first game and re like updating and repurposing them. Everybody's been waiting for the Crota raid. Uh, again, this sounds, probably sounds like, you know, fucking Chinese to you guys right now. I Well, I get it. No, no, I get it. I will say something randomly and people are like, what? And I'm like, this is from, this is from uh, Mass Effect, you know? <laughs> And yeah. they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I know, like, I, I, I don't think Graveyard's listening right now, but I'm sure uh, if if I mentioned the Crota raid to, to Graveyard right now, he'd be like, yes, can't wait. Right. So, because, <laughs> uh, I mean, we've already got the Vault of Glass, which was the first raid uh, in the game. Uh, and then they gave us the last raid in the game, which was the um, uh, King's Fall. Right. So the only other two raids that are left are the Crota raid, which, uh, you know, that that would um, that would finalize like the, the first three raids or uh, they would do the um, 
I'm forgetting the name of the fourth raid, but um, you know, they they would do that one. I, I would hope they wouldn't do that one before they did Crota because Crota is like a fan favorite. Uh, so in all likelihood, the biggest piece of news that will be unveiled for Destiny 2 during this event uh, is the release date for the final shape. Uh, unlike previous expansions, the final shape will close out the light and darkness saga that Bungie has been telling in Destiny 2 for multiple years. Uh, as such, this add-on is more anticipated than normal amongst many fans. Currently, it's not known exactly when the final shape will arrive, but the release in early 2024 seems quite likely. Over the past couple of years, Bungie has tended to release new Destiny 2 expansions uh, in this window window as these add-ons often lay the groundwork for all additional content that is then let loose throughout the calendar year. Uh, what they do is every quarter they release a new season and you have like new mm. things that they allow you to do, uh, new new bits of armor, new weapons, you know, things that they just continue to add on. Uh, if you were WoW players at all, did you guys ever play WoW? No. Nope. No. I, I, it was, I, I didn't want to have to pay for my MMO and I'm not, I'm not even a big MMO fan. Okay. I, that's, that was, was going to be my next question is, did you play any MMOs? I, played I the older do Republic, not play well with others. I've okay. played the older public and I played RuneScape for a little while. Okay. So think like those games, but first person shooters. Okay. Great. That's it, good. It's like, like, yeah. Destiny, Destiny 2 is essentially a full on RPG. Uh, mm. but rather than being a, you know, hack and slash, like a lot of these other games are like magic kind of thing. Right. Um, where it's like, you know, like, uh, w- w- what's, what's the term? It's, uh, wizards and sword and sorcery, sword and sorcery. That's what, uh, that's what <laughs> I was like, uh, we're, we're like sword and sorcery. Uh, destiny two is more like, uh, they replace the swords with guns. Uh, and there's still magic involved. Like you still have like, you oh. know, magic that you can do. And you know, like there's three classes, yeah. you have warlock, Titan and Hunter, uh, and they all have like yeah. different magical things that they can do. Um, and like, will I, will I go on steam here in order to <laughs> oh and, and a couple years ago when 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 bungie bought the game back from ea mm-hmm. uh, oh, i'm sorry from activision when they bought the game back from activision yeah uh, um they went to a free-to-play model all right <laughs> so Des- me, i'll be back <laughs> yeah i was gonna say Destiny 2 is free to play uh and every couple of years they'll like you know make it to where you can buy uh or you, you they'll, they'll release an expansion for free but it's just like oh, you nice. know, that's how they make their money it back is with expansions so like if you get the right. expansion that makes sense. Uh, yeah. and then um with um with uh loot box content but not like it, they, they, they don't have any pay to play stuff like everything is cosmetic so okay cool nice yeah so it's like you know like cosmetics for your weapons cosmetics for right that makes sense certain yeah. types of armor things like that gotcha. you get like yeah. uh, uh ships and right. and um and bikes and stuff like that but like none of that stuff like that's will, the way it should be right right yeah none of that stuff none of that stuff makes your characters better you still have to grind for the weapons you just get like, cosmetics right cool okay you know, nice. so destiny's destiny's a fun game man uh like i said that, that's the only reason that graveyard doesn't play with us on uh on on uh, or doesn't doesn't come on the show on tuesdays is because mm-hmm. he normally uh has uh party play with his party uh, for Destiny on on Tuesdays. Nice, right? Huh? Ah, you there? <laughs> Are we done? We got. We Is got it over. We've got one. Yeah, one more. You want to jump on the last one? Okay. Oh, right. yay! It, you know, I'm a huge fan of tacos, <laughs> and it's Tuesday, so of course, Taco Tuesday, it's a thing. And and Phil says it at the beginning of every single show. Everyone, everyone should know it's Taco Tuesday by now. Why do we have to keep telling you it's Taco Tuesday? Yeah, All right. Those are right here. <laughs> the Taco Tuesday celebrations are officially underway, Woo! everyone. Yeah. <laughs> 
for the first time since the trademark was freed earlier this summer. Beginning today, Tuesday, August 15th. Is it the 15th? It is the 15th. Yeah, Look at that. Okay. Uh, the fast food taco joint is giving away a free Doritos Locos taco to anyone that's interested. Like the chain's free pandemic era taco offerings, no purchase is necessary to take advantage of the free taco offer. That's mighty nice of them. If you simply want your free Doritos Locos taco, you can swing by your local Taco Bell and stake your claim. I wonder if there's people that like know about the free uh taco deal that's going on and they just go in there like let me get three doritos tacos locos oh you only charge me for two yeah and then they're like no <laughs> it's it's tuesday and this is the free taco no i want to pay for it i want to uh, pay, for- pay for the extra taco <laughs> yeah it's like just dude just leave just leave every tuesday yeah. between now and september 5th taco bell will give away a free doritos locos taco to anyone interested on september 12th the chain will be partnering up with DoorDash to give Dashies free food from whatever Mexican restaurant they so desire. Actually, really freaking awesome. That is yeah. really cool. That's great. The Taco Tuesday promotion will be available in 49 of the 50 states. I wonder which one. Do you think it's Alaska or Hawaii? It says. Oh, it says, got it. Does it say that? <laughs> it says it. No, it, 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 it says in a second here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, given there's still a trademark registration active in New Jersey. Of course it's Jersey. New Come Jersey. Come on. Uh, Taco Bell is unable to promote the holiday in the garden Look, state. Did the Jersey Devil register a trademark? I mean, yeah, that's probably. what I want to know. It's, it's funny because people from, even people from New Jersey will say that all New Jersey is, is when New York took a shit over the side. So, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, in light of this whole uh, free free talker thing, I'm, I'm going to be back in about 20 minutes. So, uh, right. No, yeah. just pick me up one, too. Wait, <laughs> I would have to drive you. Yes. Well, no, actually, you're, you're 20. Go, go on. Go yeah, take uh, the car. I got three minutes to get over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, you have ah. three minutes. You're, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. They're open late. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. So what do we think about this whole? I think it's cool. Oh, yeah. You know, I I just love that Taco Bell's really leaned into, hey, look, really the only people that buy our food are people who are either really stoned or have been clubbing all night. You know, what's funny is uh, Jack and me does that now, too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, not to tell on myself, but in San Antonio, when I was younger, we would go to Jack in the Box after being out all night clubbing and stuff and get Jack in the Box has the uh, has the midnight munchie meals now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then now they have snoop dogs munchie meal which is i guess like a chicken sandwich uh a brownie and like a whole bunch of other stuff oh that's awesome yeah now is the i brownie... love their shakes oh, their, the... uh, their cookie shakes oh, yeah their oreo cookie shakes oh my god i love them all right I'm anyway, hungry now. I know. Woo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I know. That's what I'm saying. But but do you guys know what I'm hungry for? I think I know. Yeah. But I'm gonna. I... I'm. I'm not gonna. Let me I'm do not it. gonna okay. ruin it. I'm hungry for merch, people. We got merch. <laughs> yeah. Woo. 
and gentlemen, we got merch, people. That's right. If you are interested in some distance nerding merch action going on, that's right. We got merch, people, guys. Hats are $35 each or $30 if you get multiple hats. Right now, we have Galaxy Gray available. Um, now, we also got shirts. Uh, DM us at distance nerding. Get yourself a shirt. Shirts are reserved. $20 if you're local to Sacramento. $25 if we've got to ship it to you now. The even funner part of this is we have a new shirt coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, they A are- new one? What? Yes. Uh, they are being shipped out tomorrow. What the shirt? So we should be getting them soon. The and as soon as, I know. As soon as we get our new shirts, uh, you guys will know about them. So we're going we're gonna to let everybody know. But we do have a new shirt design coming out. Uh, and it's going to be super fun. Now, of course, if you're unfamiliar with what's on my shirt right now. The, uh, hold on. Right here. And it's not the Distance Nerdorilla. But it is a Nerdorilla. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk Luchorillas. That's right. You can head over to and get yourself some Luchorillas merch. Uh, brand partnership with Luchorillas, guys. Luchorillas is an awesome brand. Uh, they made a, a distance Nerdorilla just for us. If you're interested, head over to Luchorillas.com. Uh, you can get shirts. You can get bottle openers. You can get a uh, bump box, which is a pager that has a speaker built into it. Oh, that's cool. Can you get like, um, can you get a, what am I trying to say here? Koozie? Can you get a koozie for your... They don't have koozies yet. We've actually been talking about doing koozies. Um, mm. yeah, oh, that's still me. Um, I'm like, hey, look. <laughs> hey, everybody wants to see my tit. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> <Very sensitive. laughs> I have very sensitive nipples. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, guys, head to luchorillas.com. Check out some of the merch that they have out there. Uh, fun stuff and fun times. Now, let's talk scheduling here, guys. The schedule that we have over here at Distance Nerding so that we can have all of the fun, all of the time mondays game streams from 8 to 12 if you have not been checking that out guys you need to check it out i've been playing street fighter 6 story mode uh it's been a crap ton of fun i am so much further ahead than uh my counterparts over at uh, kyber cave uh (laughs) and we're supposed to be doing a tournament um and my character i just recently got ryu as a master oh wow wow so so now i'm building the character i always wanted uh from the (laughs) From the uh, uh, when I played Street Fighter back as uh, back as a kid, uh, mm-hmm. and he's basically a mashup of Ken and Ryu. So he's mm-hmm. he's got the dragon. Kick. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got the dragon kick. He's got the dragon punch, and he has uh, all the um, uh, all the Hodokins, like the the super Hodokins and all that stuff. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, the only cool. thing that I would want to add to that is if I could somehow get uh, like because I haven't come across Akuma yet, but if I could get Akuma's uh, um, special move, mm. then that would like be the shit for me it would be like the <laughs> right um but i mean like, perfect yeah i uh <laughs> my character for the for like the longest time uh while i was building him uh, was he was very um he was very dumb looking he just looked like a dude that was like, running around town like a really buff dude in a uh and a button up and a tie with a leather jacket on because like <laughs> because the clothing options in that game like really suck right <laughs> Uh, and then I figured out how to uh, like his graveyard was telling me he's like you know you can change the look of your clothes that they're wearing so I figured it out and basically now my character is just wearing like gi pants (laughs) (laughs) 
right? Because right. kind, of, kind of like Ryu, right? Like it's just he's just wearing like the gi bottoms, uh, mm-hmm. and now he's barefoot and uh, and like covered in tattoos. Nice. Uh, so he's Iron Fist, <laughs> right? He's covered in tattoos. <laughs> and then I put um, uh, I put the uh, uh, the, the the fighting gloves that Ryu wears on him. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Uh, nice. The only thing that I can't do that I would, would oh, and then I put uh, E Honda's uh, uh, demon makeup on him. Ooh. Oh God. Right. So he actually looks really badass, right? He doesn't have a mullet like your pal, no. does he? Okay. Oh, no, he doesn't have a mullet. He has actually like, his hair is very similar to mine. Uh, he has okay. a bigger beard than, than mine, right? Um, but like the only thing is because you can't uh, put like multiple uh, cosmetic items on it. So mm-hmm. wear the gloves if I, if if I can unlock them because I think you can unlock it uh, later on down the game. Uh, I'm gonna put the uh, Onikage mask on on because I have an Onikage mask, right? I think ah. that would look way sicker with that, right? Uh, you're ridiculous. So like the <laughs> right there because I'm Ryu's uh, uh, student, right? So like it looks he looks like somebody who Ryu taught, and I beat the <laughs> shit out of everybody in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I also uh, as soon as I had Ryu as my master, I went back to the uh, there's a cosmetic shop you can go to. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The game. I went back to the cosmetic shop and I like reshaped his body so he looked more like buff ass Ryu. <laughs> like stupid ripped. <laughs> it's great. It's it's really good. Um, so so that's what we're doing on Mondays right now, guys. Eight to twelve game streams. Tuesdays is the download the show you're watching right now from six thirty. Right now, this one right now. Exactly right. Having all the fun uh, on Thursdays. The build from six to eight. Watch that on Twitch, YouTube. Hang out with me as I build Lego and Graveyard as we talk to anywhere from celebrities to uh, uh, indie filmmakers to indie comic book artists. You know, anybody who works in the creative space. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got them on the show and, and it's, it's been a good ass time. Uh, and then you know, I didn't tell you David Chung finally follows followed me on Instagram. Oh, I love David Chung so much. He, we had been talking like <laughs> on his because I was following him and we had been talking and I guess he didn't realize that Gotham dot like Gotham underscore Oracle was Frey girl. Oh. And so he didn't know. And so he didn't realize it until I said, please tell me because he was talking about Barbie. And I said, please tell me you accidentally uh, left with something from that set. <laughs> he, just, he laughed and then followed me immediately. He was like, oh, yeah, that's Frey girl. I know her. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like, you know, like how cool is it to just be followed by a Ken? I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. By a legitimate Ken. Like not yeah. even like a, you know, a oh yeah, somebody claiming to be a Ken or a cosplayer. No. And not, not he's got can. he's got the receipts. Yeah. Yep. Not anything against any cosplayers that cosplay as Ken, but he is a legitimate Ken. Oh. <laughs> right. He's got the Ken seats. Yes. Well, he has pictures. He has pictures. Yeah, he has pictures of him as Ken. It's amazing. Oh yeah, like and I saw. Well, I, think, I saw Simu him Liu. in the fight scene, and I knew it was him. I was looking for him. Only because he's Simu Liu's uh, a stunt double, which kind of surprised me, given that Simu Liu does stunt work. So I was like, they had him. Yeah, but you know, insurance. They have. There's some stuff that they can't have him do. It's right. like, right. yeah. But then also, guys. Uh, aside from Lego and interviews, you know, we do brackets. We do. T- Top tens. We do fun stuff on on the on the build. So you think this is funny? The no. build. The build, the build is, is chaos. It's oh, a lot. It absolute unfettered chaos. The it's amount of beard jokes that happen on the build is just not not just beard jokes. There no. are like appendage jokes. Oh God. <laughs> there are like Superman you know, uh, kissing Superman jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Phil vicariously lives through. Um, 
Anna and her boyfriend kissing oh, God. at times. I mean, there's there's a hey, lot. It's a lot. Made out last week. I was like, what the hell? They're actually making out. <laughs> I make jokes about them making out all the time, and they legitimately made out on the show. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're making it weird for the rest of us. It's not. Oh, I have more. <laughs> that they're way more. They're, they're way too inappropriate for this show. So, guys, watch the. We're a hard-hitting news show here. I don't know what you're yes. talking about. Yeah, yeah we, no, I don't, we have our journalistic integrity at risk here, okay? Yeah, we are professionals. Yeah, I don't make dirty jokes, uh, which is funny. I, I told Rick Robertson, Deborah, I told Rick Robertson to, uh, you know, I was telling him, hey, you know, you can come on the show and you can tell stories and you can be as R-rated as you want to. He goes, oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. We're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, where do I sign up? Do I have to sign in blood? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, so, so before we get out of here, before we do our last little bit here, guys, uh, give us your pluggables. Tell us everything. Uh, there is a certain uh, show that I want you guys to plug again. Uh, you will indeed plug it. Because it's a great show. Uh, with that being said, uh, do tell us everything about you, sir. Uh, I was born uh, in the year. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, in the I, uh, year 19, uh, 1973. Well, I mean, really. Really, I haven't told you, but it's it's really 463 BC. But you know, it's a, it's it's a different <laughs> thing. I, my my name's not actually, you know, I have uh, it's actually Manius. You know, it's a oh 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 right. Uh, <laughs> I am SHU Studios on uh, YouTube and Instagram. Uh, that's pretty much it. I appear on uh, Phrase Channel pretty often. Uh, I'll I, I guess I can plug our new show. We have a new show yeah. on Phrase Channel, which is just Prey Girl. Uh, it is called Classified, where we take your favorite uh, pop culture characters and put them into their respective D&D classes. So if you're interested in that, go over and watch it. First episode's uh, up right now. We're doing Star Wars The Bad Batch. Uh, so yeah, go go watch it. It's really enjoyable. We get into a lot of chaos. So go watch it. Awesome. Uh, Frey Girl, tell everybody uh, all of your things that you do outside of distance nerding. I'm just loving like the swoop in my hair tonight. It's just so, so yeah, fantastic. Good. It's very Barbie. It's like, you know, feathered hair Barbie. Uh, all right. Um, you, uh, you and Barbie are both both the goat. <laughs> Jake the goat. Do it again. Do it again. Do it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We definitely need James back next week because I think oh, we've, God, we do, yeah. we've hit our chaotic meter. Yep. <laughs> All right. So oh. I am Frey. <laughs> you can catch me on uh, Frey Girl. Mostly it's Corgi Shorts. We do have our first episode of Classified Up. We, I'm really proud of it. it I think that it's a fun concept. Uh, so if you're a D&D fan, I think you'll like it. it. On this one, if you're a fan of the clones and Bad Batch, I, you'll like it as well. But it's just fun to how we figure out how to classify uh, one fan fandom into the D&D world. So uh, definitely she check that out. Uh, she has very interesting takes on uh, on paladins. It's great. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So very, I was like, very interesting. I'm one of those that, you know, don't t- if you don't tell me the rules, 
rules. I don't know how to not break them. That's basically who I am. So uh, I've just been that way all my life. All right. Uh, but yeah, so I do that. I'm here on Tuesdays for the download. Uh, this is like part of my uh, nirvana. I love talking about nerdy stuff. So this is, you know, just manna from the heavens for me, guys. And then I also um, have, I also do Discord, the Discord for us. And then I'm on KCP product or Kyber Cave Productions. I do the nerd out on Saturdays. We are starting the Ahsoka game this week. It should be fun. We're not talking about scrolls at all. I never want to <laughs> talk about a scroll again. I, I would like to point out uh, that I am also on KCP, the nerd out, uh, and obviously on the download every week as well. So, yes. Just, yes, Shadu is on the I'm download. I'm also and, here yeah. fairly often. Yes. <laughs> so he is He is a, a favored guest on the shows. But yeah, so uh, we're doing that. We also, for the classified, uh, James and I were talking about it, but uh, Shadu and I had been talking about it as well. We're going to do a supplementary thing uh, for it. I can't remember what we decided to call it. It is the Journals of the Classes. Okay, yeah, the Journals of, and then whatever class it is. But it's yes. going to tell you a bit about each thing. So let's say you don't really know that much about a cleric. We got right. you covered. We're right. going to talk really about clerics. about a paladin. So. It's going to be the Journal of the Paladin. It's, it's yeah, right. so so yeah. that way, if you're not a, like big on d and I'm not. I haven't really played that much. Uh, so Shadu is much bigger. He's the he's kind of the expert on there. And I just kind of go along for the ride and, and do um, my classifications. I am indeed the d guru. Yeah, so, you know, you can you can travel along with me or if you know a lot about D&D and you kind of want to see what how the other yep. fandoms about, that's how we do it. So, go on, yeah. go on a go on an epic noble quest with us as we cross the multiverse. Exactly. So that's that's classified in a nutshell and then uh yeah, so I mod for everything. Definitely let us know, like, you know, come and talk to us. We yeah. are always like I try as hard as I can to be in Discord as much as possible, even if it's just a random Barbie meme or something, I'm going to put something in there. So definitely yeah. give us a, a shout out there. The, yeah. Just learning Discord. But yeah, that's me. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on it's Gotham underscore Oracle on Instagram. And it's Gotham dot Oracle on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on threads. You can find me pretty much everywhere. Hello. 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 Bueller. Comics with Bueller. 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 Christy Swanson said that she, that her cousin's best friend's sister's boyfriend saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. (laughs) (laughs) Before I jump into this, and I'm just throwing this out there, but uh, I called that uh, Hunter and Omega Omega were both going to be Rangers. I was like, it's... They have to be rangers because both of them like fit that class perfectly. And then when you guys got to it and you guys said, oh, yeah, no, they're both rangers. Like, hold it. Do it. (laughs) Well, I mean, I had said that I thought that she would be druid like, but I was really focusing on the episode where uh, Gunji was teaching her about like to speak to nature and stuff. Don't, 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 don't mention Gunji again because I'm going to have have to put him up. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's going to, he'll show up. I was going to say, uh, you may need to send me the video that you guys use for that because i may end up start you like start using that here just like <laughs> it's funny because it freaked james out a couple times he was just like what what the hell is that i was like it's gunji dude <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so guys, have something you want to discuss. Tell us what you're nerding out on and make sure to let us know in our Facebook group, The Distance Nerdington Post. Now, if you don't already do it, this is your chance. You can head over to distancenerding.com. On the top left-hand corner, there's a button. Tap that button. You'll see a little uh, thing inside of there. It says, join the taco party! Ladies and gentlemen, taco party that is the best way mm -hmm. to support the show if you want to help us out you want us to continue doing uh uh different things on here and helps us go to live events and stuff like that guys it, it really does help out uh for those of you who do uh um uh help us out with the taco party and you join the taco party uh you know every time you guys buy a taco it uh it helps us out helps us get more prizes helps us get more things for you guys out there so and also don't forget because taco tuesday especially this month you guys will have a little extra for the tacos because you oh. can get a free taco there you go yeah. exactly right uh yeah. only you could do like free tacos on our website but it's like <laughs> donate that the free dorito locos <laughs> right. if that's how that works it's like yeah get a it's dorito going to be. and then ship it to us <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's going to be through the thing very here's stale. the tug incredibly stale <laughs> very soft greasy and probably bad uh but ship it to us that sounds very not delicious all right guys you can stick with us <laughs> at instagram facebook twitter twitch tiktok threads youtube discord myspace geocities friendster second life aim farmers only christian mingle only fans it's only pictures of aaron watkins feet and mandals at distance nerding all right guys uh and and if you uh if you want to shoot us an email you can email us uh tell us how much you hate us tell us how much you love us tell us that you want to break up with your significant other and we'll do it for you we'll read everything live. on air live on air you know uh i will make sure that i don't do it randomly and, and anonymously and i put your whole email on screen so that <laughs> your whole email your full name your full address yeah your social security number exactly. uh exactly hey if you if you committed a crime back in the 70s or the 80s and you want to confess us. to someone yeah. you can confess come on, on send us an email come for on. it yeah it's so yeah. big right now people yep. are getting caught yeah. like right and left don't yeah. get caught or if you Say have ideas, your piece on your terms don't get caught lacking right right <laughs> No, uh, don't get caught wanting. Uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> or if you have ideas for the show, you have something you want to see us do, send us an email. Let us know, you know, hey, I think you should talk about this more. You guys should do this more. Things like that. We take suggestions. There is a suggestion. More Barbie. You yeah. know, I agree with that. Please let us know that. Actually, yeah. there or, is or more D and would agree with that. Right. There's literally a suggestion box on our Twitch when I when I play uh, when I do the game stream. I have still yet to have anybody say anything in the in the in the in that box challenge but, accepted but there literally is a suggestion <laughs> box on our twitch uh, uh on our twitch stream when i when i do game streams uh so, so over there suggest something exactly right so guys uh with all that send us an email at dist And 
snerding at AOL.com. All right, so, so my answer is, is Alexander Ham. Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> oh, my answer was going to be the Count of Monte Cristo. Who is? Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, it's time for the He's dance party. Thanks. That's who he is. He's a sandwich. <laughs> and keep nerding together. We love you all, guys. It is now time. Bye, everyone. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Let's get this going. <laughs> All right, where are we starting this? What do I want? Corgi time! (laughs) (laughs) Distance nerding. I like tacos. production of the distance nerding podcast and time for tacos media for more content follow us on facebook instagram twitter twitch youtube and tiktok all at distance nerding if you enjoy our content please leave us a review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts thanks and keep nerding together